Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 197 of the TTL podcast, the Talking the Line podcast presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media on this beautiful Friday of bets. Happy Friday. The weekend is upon us, my friends, and so you don't have to check your calendar for the first time here today, it is January the 7th in the year 2022. Can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by here today. We have an NFL special edition coming your way. A little bit of uh, off the beaten path, if you will. A little of Cup of Joe on campus vibes presented uh, by the Talking the Line sports media crew as well. But all NFL. You know me and my shameless plugs. We'll talk about it all here in just a minute, but before we do, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching on YouTube, might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew. Or if you're watching on one of our social media platforms, make sure you hit that like button, that follow button there so you never miss any of our additional social media content. Or if you are listening to the pod on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you hit that subscribe button there too if you haven't already as we do release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete. Next item up on the docky. You can be so kind, you can find it in your heart to do so. You got an extra second while you're watching today's show. Hey, hit that like button too. Leave us a comment, leave us a rating. Jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live. Maybe hit that share button too. Go go on ahead and uh, shoot it on over to your brothers, sisters, moms, dads, aunts, uncles, Friends, hell, enemies, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the globe as you, but you would refer to as a good old-fashioned ticket cash and degenerate because that's what we are here at the TTL Pod, and we can't thank you enough when you do all of those things because it only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last but not least, in this here opening formalities on this Friday show... Go on over to this episode's description. Check out the link tree down there. In that link tree, you're going to find the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and all of our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, Joining us for episode number 197 of the TTL pod, I am your humbled, 
honored. Hyped in all ways, handicapping host Colton Cap and Colt Sroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by. Kick off your weekend with the TTL crew. You know the drill. Good vibes inbound. We're about to uh, take, oh, hour and a half, two-hour mental vacation. Can't thank you enough for packing your bags and joining us on the trip. But before we can officially set flight on the Tailwing TTL 420, that's right, ha-ha, funny, har-har, we are having one more guest join us. He is shaking his head at me. What the fuck are you doing right now, partner? Uh, I don't know, man. It's Friday. I'm slap happy. So without further ado, let me bring him on in. The newfound superstar of the gambling Twitter sphere. He just co-hosted, joined the betting breakfast show. Shout out to Jeff Dawson of East Coast Sports Investors. Excellent show, partner. Can't wait for you to join me with your presence now. Absolutely glowing this morning. The man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend. And my friends, don't you dare ever forget the TTL Cruise resident, Southsider and Cheesehead himself, Mr. Riley. Armags, Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am doing absolutely fantastic. Thank you for bringing me in, and thank you once again to Jeff Dawson. Gave me the chance to talk uh, Packers football and Big Ten basketball. Uh, I, I can't ask for too much more than that. So, uh, you know, that's about it for me. That's all I, I I'm, I'm tapped mm-hmm. out for the day, dude. I don't know about you, but no, I'm kidding. Um, it is Friday. We are slap happy as always, and uh, I'm excited to get dove deep into uh, what we're doing today, my man. We uh, look at, I mean, you know, you know, bringing it a different angle here. Uh, you know, the yeah. last few weeks, at least once a day. Uh, so Most I've day. got some uh, interesting stuff I'm bringing to the table that I have not told you about quite yet. So uh, <laughs> I'm ready to dive in. Well, let's go, man. Uh, I didn't tell you I took a little extra uh, CBD this morning, so I'm probably mm. going to be having a little bit there of extra fun here. You know what? It's all going to be one big full circle. We're going to have a blast on today's show. But before we do, we're going to have a little negativity. Mm. we got to have a little, ah, son of a bitch! You can cuss out with us. You can be mad at us. I understand. But these days happen. Mama said there'll be days like this. Mama said... <laughs> So without further ado, we recap the TTL Cruise best bets of the day from yesterday, January the 6th, 2022. Hey, hold on. Let me uh, get rid of that action. Let me actually make this a little bit bigger than what we were doing there. Ah, that's better. That wasn't right. Okay, here we go. TTL Cruise best bets from... Oh, uh, damn. It doesn't make it that's as big right. as when it's like that. I guess it's not... Uh, I got it on the opposite screen because I got go. us on my other screen here. Obviously, that's a little bit better. Okay, so... There you go. There you have it. Our mags picks 500 on the day. One and one. Iowa got crushed. Holy smokes. Goodness. Nowhere near. But uh, Washington took care of the plus 10. No problem. No harm. No foul. Partner, any reaction? Uh, any thoughts right off the bat from your one and one evening on the boards? Yeah, I mean, as far as the Iowa pick, I talked about that about an hour ago with Jeff. Uh, Wisconsin, I don't hate what I, where my head was at yesterday. I definitely just underlooked. I mean, Wisconsin is the Wisconsin team that they have always been, except they now have Johnny Davis, the guy that, that can carry them on the offensive side of the ball when they are uh, you know struggling, struggling a little bit, which their style of play tends to lend into time to time. Got the Washington pick to the window. Got the outright win, did the Huskies, despite being one of the lowest-ranked power conference teams in the country, man. Uh, But the way I was talking, I don't think we should, uh, you know, be – getting our hopes up that Washington is going to start uh, rattling off some tickets here. Uh, Like I said yesterday, I think that was just a good matchup for the old Huskies there. 
Show enough. Um, I'm sorry. That's all I can say. 0-5 day from your boy. Technically, if you did lock it in, because I never saw it drop back down to 3.5. Middle Tennessee did go up to 4.5. They did lose by exactly 4, so cashed one technically i bought back in at the four and a half so i hope uh i hope you decided to play that one if none of them um just bad beat central it, it, yeah. it wasn't anything like oh my gosh the only one that was oh my gosh what the fuck was the smu but if smu was set at plus two and a half and uh, there's no reason they lose by 30 points i don't know what happened really in any of them i went back through eastern washington just a little overvalued at home i went back through them Overall, UNT just kind of got sloppy at the end. Should have easily been able to take overtake UAB, but they could not win the uh, rebounding battle. Won the turnover battle easy, but could not win the rebounding battle. That is one of the keys that I said needed to happen. They couldn't do it. My fucking Tommies, dude. Rounding Ooh. everything out. My Tommies. Plus four and a half mags. I, I got to turn your attention to something that you might not have noticed. And okay. I don't want to blame you for this in huh. any capacity. Actually, I'll blame the graphics intern. Let's say that. I'll just blame the graphics intern, okay? So I want to you to direct your attention. Follow this mouse here going across the hardwood uh-huh. up to the top left portion of your screen. And would you like to see what the score oh of that game is? Oh, boy. 25 to 13. The Tommies are getting their absolute oh. dicks kicked in. I noticed that this morning, and I say, oh, my gosh. Mags mushed it without even knowing he mushed what? it. Holy Ever. fucking shit. So there you go. There you have it, my friends. My apologies. <laughs> Those days in the happen. Corner so. of the <laughs> How about that? that? I uh, I was like doing that this morning. I was like, wait, oh, there's the score. I wonder if that oh my gosh, that they're getting their ass kicked. But uh, mini soapbox teams need to stop taking graphics of their damn stadium. Yeah, there's so many yeah, like I've I, seen people destroy teams for that in the past. I, I might even have like a Blackhawks like really cool like Blackhawks stadium. Thing, but you look at the score and the Blackhawks are losing, so it's like, why do you have that on your wall? And wow, uh, you know, I'm gonna have to, you know, laser focus on these graphics when I'm picking them. Yeah. So we, uh, we don't have one today, so nothing to worry about today. Hey, it's okay, my man. It was the, uh, it was the graphic intern's fault. Um, and what the last thing I can say is that um, the uh, last day of losers, the next thing up is a full day of winners. So yeah. uh, your last loser, you are one day closer to your next winner. So don't go chasing, don't get wild. I got a handful full of stuff we can talk about today towards the end of the show but it's nfl special edition one final thing board bender parlay uh you see it on there as well uh north dakota und nebraska omaha showing up out of nowhere not a uh, not a good team and somehow the one home team that decided to fucking show up for us hot dog awesome yeah. great wonderful colorado first in uh home coat uh home home coat Home coat of advantage there. <laughs> home coat advantage. Uh, Colorado, number one, they are uh, they kicked ass. They looked good. They looked great. They were down early and then uh, scrapped back, won the game outright. Knicks plus one. Holy bejeepers. Ooh, I hope you, hope you scream, uh, sprinkle a little bit on that on the side, too, because I did. And uh, that almost made up for the 0-5. Not uh, bankroll-wise, a little bit bankroll-wise, but also, like, holy shit, the electricity of that was just it like, was like a, oh, yeah. man, that was great. And then uh, Jets plus one and a half. Whew. Swing and a miss, baby. I think a 5-1-6-1. I don't know. Uh, some eggs. No. The answer to your fucking question, we are not fucking hockey sharps. We are no. not hockey sharps. So, all right, my friends, get that out of here. Get it out of here. Seven to one. Sorry. Seven oh. to one. Oh. Oh, God. Okay, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Again, oh, and even the money line dice were off. The New that Orleans, beat, the dude. New Orleans privateers got toasted. Bad beats across the board. It's been one of those weeks. Um, I hope it changes when the kids come back next week. But Tuesdays and Thursdays, home court advantage, nil, 
Nada. Nothing. Don't fucking matter. Get it out of your mindset. Don't even look at the splits because they ain't going to come into play. Right. I don't know why. doesn't make sense to me. But, hey, that's how it is. That's how it's been shaking out. Um, outside of that, partner, I was trying to think there was one other thing I wanted to say about college basketball. Oh, shit. It'll probably come to me second half of the show when we're talking about that. I actually have um, seven plays here. Let me see real quick. Uh, I think that's what I got. Yeah, seven across the board. Um, the morning one... <sighs> I don't know. I'm not going to give it out as a best bet anymore. I still absolutely love it. It's kind of a public side, so I'm not exactly sure what the hell happens. No, no one, um, no one kind of how my luck has felt over the last couple days here. It just might be this one. I just wanted to get involved in some capacity. Yeah. I, uh, the New Orleans Privateers and, uh, Houston Baptist Huskies. I'm taking the over. Uh, it's at 149 market consensus, 150 and a half, 151 and a half, 150. It's been bouncing all over the place. I, depending on your book, it, it's all, it, it is what it is. But I think this one's going to steam over regardless. I think a lot of people are buying into the, oh, hey, this we got to get a play in on the under here last second because both of these teams are super tired. The privateers went to double OT yesterday. I'm just not buying into all of that. When these teams play each other, they absolutely shoot the lights out. Neither defense is worth a hot damn whatsoever. And the privateers on a neutral floor, just about every spot that they're in today, it is an over spot for them historically. So it's what I saw. There were barely any under trends because first my eye snapped to the under and it just seemed way too easy. Like, oh, both these teams going to struggle. They seem a little pissed off. So that yeah. game tips off in 45 minutes. ESPN plus 11 a.m. Central Standard Time if you want to rock and roll on the over with me. I'm rock and rolling on the over, but uh, you do not have to. Uh, like I said, it is uh, in the line movement, especially with all the money coming in on the over and it dropping a couple points. That's uh, not a recommendation of mine whatsoever. So, there you go, there you have it. I'm going to sweat the son of a bitch out, and I think it still gets over either way. So, uh, there you go, there you have it. Uh, Outside of that, I have six other plays, all college basketball. I'm over the moon with all of them, all the rest of them. I have no questions, qualms, or queries. I love the movement on all the rest of them. So, we'll talk about that second half of the show. Um, So, if you came trying to uh, get the usual R-Mags best bets, Colts best bets, special play of the day, Moneyline dice roll. Yank will find it. Well, maybe maybe we'll have time for the Moneyline dice to make an appearance. Who knows what happens? We might get down a couple of rabbit holes. But what I do know right now is it ain't going to be like the usual. It's a, uh, it's a feel-good Friday. It's a, it's a fun day Friday. Since we don't have Sunday fun day shows, it's a fun day. It's a Friday fun day. There you go. Sure. There you have it. So we're going to kick it back a little bit. Your boy falling into his, uh, <laughs> his whole fucking uh, screen back here. And we are going to shift gears completely. Um, first things first, let me preface this by saying I have no earthly idea how in the hell we have got through 18 weeks as fast as we have. Uh, that's right. It is week 18 of the NFL season this Sunday, the first ever week 18. So that's absolutely awesome. That's absolutely electric, but no mags. You are not dreaming. My friend, it is uh, full real deal. Holy field. Um, I don't know where the hell, again, I don't know where the hell this time has gone. I no. am I am absolutely, I'm beside myself that we have already gone through 18 weeks. So it's only right that, hey, we spend a whole Friday show of talking course. about everything NFL. Uh, how, oh yeah, thoughts overall, 18 weeks here and gone <laughs> out the window. What the fuck? It feels like last week we were doing, you know, 25 days <laughs> worth of fucking team specials, man. Team previews, like what the hell? Don't I'm sitting next me. to you doing these me. team previews, dude. I, I <sighs> Well, 
Even though, yeah, I was thinking about that today. Maybe while we're talking about some of these teams here today, maybe I'll have an opportunity to go kind of look back, see what's up, see what's happening. Who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll have an idea. But even though you won't find bets on today's show, we'll talk about them. We'll dish them out later on in the show. Just not the well, usual we method. Have, we might lock something yeah, in if we stumble knows? across them. Who knows what's going on? What I do know is that there is one thing that we must complete before we do anything whatsoever. And I kindly ask you, my friend over there, and you all out there watching, lift your mugs up high to me, to you over there, good sir. And to all you beautiful here. people sipping the black elixir of the gods on this gorgeous Friday of Bets, also known as January 7th, 2022. Ooh, I'm still doing it. 2022. Take your sip. I'll be right back. Oh, yeah. I'll lay down. It's yeah. nothing crazy what I brought to the show, partner. As far as I brought a little, uh, did a little research as far as contract incentives, player contract oh. in- incentives for uh, Sunday. Really? Who needs what might lead us into a player prop or two. I like uh, that. Interesting stuff. I like Not, that. There's a few that are really, really reachable. So it might uh, lead us into some props. I don't know. I like that a lot. I am, uh, I'm with it 150%. So without further ado, hey, good morning, Keith. Appreciate you stopping in, dude. Good to see you. Peace and love. Thanks for popping in. Um, yeah, without further ado, we're not going to waste any time with it. Um, already been bantering for 20 minutes. It's going to be a windy episode. <laughs> here gracious. we go, boys. I don't know where the fuck that 20 minutes went, but, uh, here we go. Uh, first or well, actually second week that there's been uh, Saturday action. Last week was the first week that there was Saturday action, but we're kicking things off. Uh, let me get, uh, my other screen over here straight. Okay. There we go. Um, so first thing we'll kick, uh, kick it off with the Saturday slate. We were going to talk about, uh, everything on cup of Joe on campus tomorrow morning, 8 30 AM central standard time on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Shout out me with the shameless plug. You know how I do. Uh, but we're not going to, because none of these teams are collegiate teams and how much damn sense does that make to talk about NFL teams on a collegiate Saturday? None whatsoever. So here we go. Let it rip. First game on Saturday. Hey, first time I've ever done this. Hope you guys enjoy it. Whew. Kansas City Chiefs versus the Denver Broncos Saturday, January the 8th, tomorrow at 3.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Right now, market consensus, uh, the Denver Broncos are the 11-point home underdog from a 10-point uh, dog at open. Total was at 44.5 at open. It is now up to 45 Partner, right off the bat, anything you have your eye on, good sir. This is a tough one, partner. So the Chiefs have, we kind of have the advantage, but the Chiefs have a disadvantage of playing this game. Well, in, in, a, in a way, a disadvantage. They get an extra rest day going to the playoffs, so that I'm sure they'll probably take that. But they need to win to lock down the two seed. They have the opportunity to jump into the one seed if they win and the, you know the Titans lose to the Texans, which we don't really expect. But they at least need to win to lock down the two seed. So they're going to be playing for this one, and they're not going to be able to do like if this was noon or in the afternoon on Sunday, they could do some scoreboard watching. Like, all right, we can let off the gas in the mm-hmm. second half. Mm-hmm. Maybe they let off the gas in the second half if they're up. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm locking in the minus eleven, but I, the way the Broncos are looking right now, I certainly am not taking the plus eleven. Um, I do have one interesting contract incentives every once in a while. We, this isn't a market that we typically dive into for player props. Chris Jones needs one sack for $1.25 million. One hey. sack, 1.25 mil. Yo, I'd be, um, I know certain I'd be books, gunning for a motherfucker face, as uh, one would say, uh, if 1. I had 1.25 mil? million no on the line. Go on Sir, ahead. And, and uh, I, I was looking. I do not see any of those props up yet, but I know certain books do have uh, guys to get a sack. So take a note of that one. If you see some nice ads, mm-hmm. odds for Chris mm-hmm. Jones to get a sack, 
he gets a nice crisp of 1.25 mil. So if I see that and it's not some, you know, stupid chalk to eat, which I, I again, haven't dove too deep into those markets all season long as far as sacks, player sacks, but... I have a couple know, times. This, had a little bit a of couple, I at least looked at it, but I, I don't know that I've locked any in. But that would be one that I'm interested in. I don't know about you, but... As of now, I could see the Chiefs laying the absolute hammer down, winning by at least a couple touchdowns. What about you? Yeah, I could too, man. But the problem, I mean, yeah, it does matter a lot for seeding. I'm not running to the window, like you said, to back the Chiefs at minus 11. They've been steamrolling. They've been rocking and rolling. What now? They've covered They covered six straight before they lost um, straight up That's and the against the yeah, number of the like Bengals <clears throat> last week, which I had the Bengals. Shout out. Thank you, Bengals. Appreciate the hell out of you. Um, I, I just don't know. The thing that really gives me pause is Drew Locke is on the injury report, but he is probable. So a healthy Drew Locke, I don't like in the first spot. And then you're going to give me a banged up Drew Locke. Sure. They haven't scored over 13 points in the three games that he started for him. Uh, 13 in the last two and then 10 when he came in uh, after Teddy got injured. Uh, Eddie's still on the IR. He ain't finishing this thing. Have no playoff hopes, nothing no. in between. So... I think Kansas City could absolutely dominate, but how you finished it too, they could be scoreboard watching, be up by the 14-17, see one team in a certain spot and say, ah, okay, we're good, who gives a shit, we don't need anything anymore, put all the four-string guys in, and then all of a sudden Denver sneaks in the back door and covers it at, at nine or something stupid, so... Not something I'm really trying to get involved with with this one. As far as the total goes, I would say under because it just seems like it's going to be like a, the, the public perception is oh Kansas City's at least going to score 45 by themselves crying out <laughs> sure. loud and i i just feel like okay yeah maybe they'll score but maybe just 28 to nothing it's not going to be anything anything absolute crazy I, I, and then again it could be like 28-17 I, I don't know this game really confuses me man to tell you the truth i i, I lean under if i'm leaning anywhere um but I, then again i uh, mm. I don't love it, but I agree with you. I mean, because I don't think I basically what we're both kind of saying is we don't think the Broncos are going to score more than a couple touchdowns, right? If no. if that, right? No, yeah. Um, and so, uh, like I said, don't love it, but uh, mm. maybe Saturday afternoon standalone game. I don't know, man. So I, kind of thinking on the track. Shout out Odd Shark. We always uh, we always talk about Odd Shark how we utilize their uh, computer projections. Oddshark has uh, Kansas City winning the game 26.1 to 19.4. Mm. So something kind of like my theory of, hey, 28 to nothing. Oh, wait, the Broncos. Kansas City takes out all their first string guys in the fourth quarter. Broncos sneak in the back door. And then yeah. and that's I just don't think that's anything you want to be involved in. You want to sweat the Broncos out and, and hope that's what happens? Go ahead. That's my synopsis. I don't think that's what happens, but right. maybe. I have no fucking clue. So what I'm trying to tell you, probably not the best idea to get involved in Kansas City and Denver unless you're looking into those sack markets. I was trying to uh, I was trying to look at the sack market here, partner, while you were going through here, and it and still doesn't look like, uh, still doesn't look like any, it, right? any, anything major. The only one, because in, um, in Illinois, we got the DraftKings and the FanDuel, right, But uh, as the main books. But, like, mainly I only ever see the uh, sack props on DraftKings. Same, same. I uh, I can check out yeah, another one real quick uh, as we move on here. As far as the old Barstool book, I, I guess I don't dive too deep mm -hmm. into their props. But, I like I said, I'm taking note of that one if I see it. 
if I see it anywhere that isn't, you know, minus 120, I'm probably scooping it. Yeah, I I, uh, I agree with you for sure. So there you go. There you have it. Kansas City Chiefs versus the Denver Broncos. Um, total stay away from me. I got nothing out of this one, um, but hope we gave you a little bit of insights there, something you can uh, utilize to hopefully uh, get you to the pay window if you're dying to. If I lead anywhere, I'm leading, uh, taking the points with the Broncos, hoping for a backdoor cover and uh, – Leaning on, uh, yeah, with kind of what Odd Shark's saying, leaning on the over. If that backdoor cover's happening, then I think it's around that total. That's actually right at uh, 30, no, that would be 46. So, wow, that's right yeah, at the right <laughs> so <laughs> That I would, honestly has me I think I would less, still, so much less concern. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think I would kind of lean the under then in that case. it's The, the over's generating some pretty severe monetary liability yeah. right now. So, okay, there you go. There you have it. Kansas City Chiefs, Denver Broncos. We'll have plenty more value on Cup of Joe on campus tomorrow. College basketball slate, 8.30 a.m. on our YouTube channel and all of our social media platforms. You know me and my shameless plugs. It's Friday. Here we go. All right, next game up on tap. Uh, hope you got your uh, energy drinks ready, your nitroglycerin pills. I don't know how wild this one will get, but the NFC <laughs> mashup about, uh, between the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Squeagles at 7.15 p.m. Central Standard Time on Saturday. Um, line right now, partner, uh, Squeagles at home, four and a half point dogs. Um, Dallas has only not covered the spread one time, seven and one against the number on the road. Um, total is at 43 and a half has gone up a point from open at 42 and a half. I, oh boy. Um, if I'm leaning anywhere, I'm going to lean with the home puppy dog. Um, just because I. I think they're clipping just at the right time. You know, man, like <laughs> the fertilizer, and like I put I put a flower on the board, and like we 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 you, you water it, man, and and then the flower comes up, and then you have a beautiful flower, and that's what we're seeing is all the progress of this fertilization. You know, this son of a bitch done fertilized himself right into the playoffs. And they're in a serious spot for seeding, for all types of shit right now. And as far as I'm concerned, the sky is kind of starting to fall in the star. Nobody believes it. Micah Parsons out is huge. That puts so much... When you have a defense that is pretty much generated on star players having really, really serious success game in and game out, and they have to generate the electricity for that defense, and one of those guys is pretty much 100% likely going to be out, that's a pretty significant hit, in my opinion. And honestly, defensively, the Eagles have flown under the radar all year long, dude. Like, they have not been a bad defensive team at all, and they're just now all of a sudden starting to find it every which angle on the ground and through the air offensively. I know I'm a uh, uh, Alabama homer, but roll tide, baby. It, it, this is this is the time when, if you are an Alabama alumni of any type or a current Alabama uh, player, this time of the year there's some something in the air. It's like kind of like the bat signal in the sky. You know, all previous Alabama players and alumni see it, and they all kind of have this same energy, and they just simply can't lose during this time of the year. So, whatever team has more Alabama players on it is I'm going to back. So. I <laughs> think my rationale, man, I, I really, hey, so the, shout out to Mari Cooper, though, too. Uh, one of my favorite Alabama oh, receivers yeah, of all time. Huh? Uh, I'm not conflicted <laughs> at all, though. But I, I would take the four. I would take the four and a half. I honestly think I would. Um, this matters a lot for the Eagles. And um, Dallas struggling too much offensively for me to trust right now. 
I think I agree with you. I might just stay away from this one, man. I, I'm still trying to figure out what the motivations are going to be. You're not wrong about the Eagles could move up in seeding, but moving up in seeding could mean a date with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I actually don't, I mean, I'm not saying they want to lose this game to avoid that. They obviously yep. still don't know that. LA, no. the Rams could lose and the uh, you know Bucks could win and get the two seed. Um, so I, I think they'll probably be playing for the win. But I also wouldn't be surprised if they rested some guys because they're locked into the playoffs. I, I'm out on this one. I'm out on this one completely. Got no contract incentives that I saw on this one either. So I'm out on this one for now. Uh, a couple of shout-outs before final thoughts. Uh, shout-out again, Jeff Dawson. Can't tell you how much we appreciate the hell out of you before I do another shout-out. Shout-out the, the Amicos, Joe and Dion. Shout-out both uh, both uh, giving us a little bit of love this morning. So I wanted to uh, shout you guys out. Appreciate the hell out of you. And then uh, talking about the Squeagles, shout-out our guy Newbie Talks. Um, mm. If Newbert is in oh. attendance... Yeah, boy. I might have to shoot a text real quick. Uh, I'm going to shoot a text to Newbie to actually ask him if he's going to be in attendance. We'll come back to this game. I'm going to see if he's going to be. If he's, he's going to be at the front, around, right? He's oh, he's turned it completely around. If yeah. Newbie's if Newbie's at the game, we're taking the four and a half. I'm I'm okay. thinking I'm taking the four and a half, and I don't think he uh, he would have any reason to not be in the 500 section this weekend. But we'll see. We'll see what's happening. But yeah, I. That's why I lean, but it's kind of a stay away right now. Actually, uh, 56% of bets, 70. 73% of money uh, wagered on the Philadelphia Eagles plus four and a half uh, at market consensus. 44% of bets, but 97% actual money wagered on the money line at the Eagles plus 176. And as far as the total goes, pretty low, 43 and a half this week. Um, you'd think with the two teams playing, oh, that's going way over. Well, and the public does think that 69% of bets and 55% of money. So a little bit closer of a split. Under getting 45% of money, uh, under 43.5. Looks like it's getting the juice at market consensus, minus 112. So, the Mo, you know, all about the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, while we kick off the Sunday slate, I'm going to send that text to Newbie, see if he's going to be in attendance. <laughs> I can't wait to see. But uh, first Sunday game on tap, I think I'm going to be hammering in a play live uh -oh. here, Bubba. But uh, I'm going to let you kick things off here. Oh, Next boy. game up. Yeah. How about that? Indianapolis Colts against the Jacksonville Duval. Because who knows how, probably not many times outside of this section here. You guys might get really annoyed with me because outside of this segment right here, right now, I don't know the next time I'm going to be able to say that for at least another year. So, partner, please kick it off with the Indianapolis Colts and the Jacksonville Duval. Connie, Jaguars. Dude, I I am out on this game, so far out on this game. I do not disrespect you for what your thoughts are because I know where your thoughts are lying. I know what the narrative is of this Colts team, but I have 0 0.0.0000 interest in any type of action for the last time on the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have kicked us in the teeth time and time and time again. <laughs> so either you're trying to get kicked in the teeth one last time or you think this is the last type of redemption to get it all back. I don't know. I Like I said, I'm not hating on you for the pick. I don't hate the plus 15. I really don't. I don't know if you're – because there's the whole Buck narrative. Colts 15. haven't won there in whatever it is, Buck five years. Um and so people are interested in the money line, which you might be, which I can respect. I love those type of narratives. Oh, no. no, no, But I'm this not, Colts team needs – I'm not interested. 
I'm over the fucking hill. Oh, my gosh. This Colts <laughs> team needs to take care of business to get themselves into the playoffs. They're not just, ah, oh, shit, we haven't won there in five years. Fuck, this is going to suck. Like, you know, they want to change this whole damn narrative. So I respect the hell out of it. I really do. But uh, I will not be joining you on this uh, crusade here with the Jacksonville Jaguars in week 18 for the last time in 2021-2022 season. Ah, oh, damn. Uh, no... Shout out, newbie. Uh, no Eagles game this weekend. Uh, let's see. Absolutely appreciate the hell out of you, newbie. If you popped in at all, uh, you are the man. Follow our guy at Newbie Talks on Twitter. Uh, member of the Cash Considerations crew. Our guys uh, might be seeing some content coming from us in the Cash Consider crew soon. Who knows? Who's to say? But also follow our guy, the Sportsbook Consigliere at SportsBK Consig. Also our guy. Carl yeah. C.H. Haskell. Uh, I believe he's just at Carl Haskell. Pretty uh, pretty simple mm-hmm. for you to remember there. Yeah. Uh, C-A-R-L-H-A-S-C-A-L-L. Our boy, C.H. Check him all out. Uh, he is going to the Sixers game tonight, so potentially Ooh. a little something, something we need to discuss there. As okay. well as if the Eagles do win this game. We talked about the implications of potentially going to play old Tampa Tom in the old uh, the Tampa Bay Q Gronkineers, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. He said he is going to that game if they do play. Okay. So then we got some serious discussions to have if that all that shakes out. But there you go. There you have it. Shout out, Newbie Talks. Um, okay, Mags, back to the Eagles, or uh, back to the Jags and the Colts. Last point for oh, me, go partner. Go if ahead, the Jags lose this game, they get the number one pick. If they win this game, they mess around and get the two or three pick. They ain't trying to win this game. This is the most easy no-brainer. They're tanking this game that has ever tanked. See, I would, I would generally agree with you on uh on 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 that front damn fairfield dropping down i'm sorry i i didn't read this <laughs> fucking fairfield this is pissing me off this better dr- come back up i don't like this at all this is making me mad this is a brand new fairfield team this year we'll talk about that later but uh, see the one problem with that is is i just don't know if um if daryl bevel's smart enough to tank dude like <laughs> I don't. I really, truthfully, honestly, don't know if he's smart enough to tank. Like, Do you think he's I, smart enough to win a football game against a potential playoff team? Uh yes, a potential playoff okay. team that is absolutely a clusterfuck right now. Market consensus. Market consensus is at plus. Oh no, plus eight hundred for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are plus five ninety seven. Uh, projected per Action Network. They are plus 730 on the FanDuel Sportsbook. And per market consensus uh, of our friends over there at the Action Network app, that line's dropping down despite the Colts getting 94% of bets and hey, 97% hey. of money on the money line. <laughs> Where do hey, you think I'm, I'm not hating going? the spread. I'm not getting involved. If you were taking the plus 15 or any other action, I will not disrespect you. I think the plus 15 has got mean, some value. I mean, son, what, you, 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 you're, telling me, you're telling me you ain't got the bankroll to just goof around a little bit. little 10 spot. A little 10 spot is all I'm pass. telling you, Max. Ten, oh, come on, dude. 10 spot, Hard sweat pass. spot. Come on. $10 make you holler. They just lost 50 Come to on. 10 last week, bro. No, that's okay. That, this, that was last week. What if you... Uh, <laughs> this is this week. Come on. Come on. 10, 10 bucks to make you a $73 holler. Come pass. On. Hard Come pass. On. The Come hardest on. Get in the, pass that I could pass Come on. The get in the boat season. with me. Let's have fun. Pass. Come on. Let's row it down the fucking pass. stream. Come on. Pass. You're going to make me dig my pass. own grave on the fucking hill. Pass. Can't you at least dig the son of a bitch for me? Sure. Quarter unit. 
Like I said, I won't Come disrespect on. you. I ain't participating. I'll, I'll, I'll dig that grave for you. I feel like that's kind of what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I want to back the damn Jags so bad. I can't even fucking, I can't even begin I, to describe From a to fan you. perspective, I hope it happens because then you get some potential chaos. I mean, people were talking about the Raiders and Chargers tying. If the Jaguars win, the Ravens are not dead for the playoffs for the, or the Steelers for that fact. So I, from a fan perspective, I do oh. hope it happens. So. I'll root with my fandom, uh, or or bet with my fandom, not my bankroll. How about that? Yeah, you can't even go back the. Far- it's been five years since it. It might. It might even been like ten years since Colts have won in Duval County. He's five. Oh my hey, gosh! If you, I'm not hating on you. I just hating on you for for trying to bring me into this mess. Dude, I, I, I got to get involved. Plus seven thirty. Like I got to get, get involved. involved. It's the last week of the season. Only because I just don't think I'm. A, it's gonna stay in the bet slip for now. But only just because I don't think Bevel's smart enough to fucking like. They're not gonna be in tank mode, and I can just see old Carl Wentz having it in his mind that he just needs to like. Oh, I gotta get all these Superman plays in the ball. Like we we gotta ball out, and he just like bonehead after bonehead after bonehead, and we see like a nine six game like we saw with the Bills. I don't know. Maybe hey. I'm crazy. I'm not disrespecting you for it. For that reason, that something like that, <clears throat> excuse me, something like that is probably the path. But again, it's all yours. It is all yours. All right, friend. all right. We'll put a cherry on top of it by the end of the show. But for now, I, I'm probably getting involved with the Jacksonville Duval County Jaguars one more time. One more time. Let's let it ride. But also, they have like 50 guys out, so maybe not. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. We're gonna talk about it a little bit more. All right. Next one up on tap, my friends. Drum roll, please. Cincinnati Bengals okay. at the Cleveland Browns. Browns are the de facto home team. Obviously, duh, it's not bowl season anymore. Uh, they are uh, at home in the dog pound, laying six points to the, sh- yeah, Joe Burrowless Bengals. I was going to say should be, but uh, they are Joe Burrowless. They are not going to have him. So we get the wonderful, legendary, electric Kyle Allen. Brandon Allen. I it think. is Brandon Allen. There's two of them. There's a Kyle Allen that is for the Washington football team, I believe, maybe kind of, sort of. I have no idea, actually. No. Was Kyle or Brandon the one we saw at Lambeau? When he, Kyle was the one that played for uh, for Carolina, right? I think. Now I, I don't know. I get them confused. They, Kyle and Brandon in my head, they just, it's just the same dude. I think they just travel back and forth, and it's the same guy. Like, it's the same hey, guy. we need just, you over here this nah. week. <laughs> we need you over here. Hey, Brandon, Brandon. Yeah, really yeah, yeah, Brandon, Brandon. Okay. All right, well, either way, Brandon Allen uh, getting the start for the Bengals. I have no interest in putting any of my money on him. And I've said it before on this show, I actually have more faith in Case Keenum than I do in Baker Mayfield under center for the Browns. Um, But laying six? Oh, laying six? No, not really, but I'm not taking those six points with uh, the Bengals. I think I'm out on this one. Um, ah, Boy, oh, boy, total at 38-2. Holy cow. I mean, that that's absolutely insane. If anything, I think the dog pound defense has uh, has a little bit Maybe. to play for. Probably pissed off missing the playoffs. They want to smack around the quarterback that really has who in their mind, like, who cares? This isn't Joe Burrow. If we tear this guy's ACL, like, what the fuck ever? Like, obviously, they're not, like, gunning for that. But, like, nah, we're, yeah. we're going to have a little bit of extra fire in this game yeah. here today. Like, fuck whatever the hell happens. It happens. So. Yeah, I mean, and the Bengals, the Bengals just seem totally comfortable with coasting through this, getting some guys some rest. Obviously, Burrow, but I think a lot of other guys as well. If they, excuse me, if they lose, they run the risk of dropping to four. But it seems like they're they're okay with that. Obviously, if they're sitting Joe Burrow, so I'm out on this one completely. 
Yeah. Uh, public dog here in this spot, to tell you the truth, actually. Um, just about 60% of bets on the Bengals plus the six, 76% actual money wagered on that. Um, but money line plus 215, 31% of bets with 58% actual money wagered on the Bengals money line. Um, so maybe something a little, yeah, it looks like the public are like, oh, we got to add the Browns all to our parlays minus 265, 69% of uh, bets coming in on the Browns. So huh. A little something to think about there. And then you got a total as low as 38. Obviously, everybody's, oh, well, that's got to go under. Goodness gracious, all Friday. 67% of bets, 79% of money landing on the total, the under uh, in this matchup, under 38. So, I don't know. Might, be, you, mm. might be a good day for whoever the Browns got going at running back. I I'm, I, I know Nick Chubb was a little banged up on uh, wherever their, their last game was, Monday night. So, whoever's little, definitely getting the little, start. Uh, Dernis Johnson film. Maybe if it is, yeah, whoever's definitely getting the start. Maybe the Browns, whoever's starting at running back for the Browns, might be worth some type of action there. Yeah, I actually have him. Uh, I'm, I can't lie to you. I know you're uh, old commish, but I have him stashed on the old bench. Uh, fuck no, he's out. Uh, I don't. So I don't know what they're gonna do. Actually, um, I have him stashed to see what's gonna happen because I think I think some teams to pick him up and make them make him their number one or number two at the very worst. I mean, he's he's a stud, man. He's a stud and a half. He's out. Oh, he's if very given, solid. If given the right workload and behind a productive enough offensive line, sure. Give me Dernis Johnson every day of the week. I mean, sure. it, when when both Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb were out and it was only him getting the rock. Boy, oh boy, was he pounding that some bitch. So I, I'll back Dearness Johnson any day of the week. So there you go. There you have it. Uh, Browns, Bengals. Um, nothing prop market-wise on that one. I was just kind of thinking just as we were talking. I didn't see back any there. open. So, yeah, it's probably nothing there. Um, keep it moving. Keep it grooving. We have not officially hammered in any plays yet. It's still, uh, still what the hell's going on, but still having a good time talking about it, enjoying it, seeing what the hell's happening. Um... We, we haven't really been talking about it, but as far as like our projections where we had some of these teams at um, Broncos, we had potentially making a damn run with Teddy Two Gloves. I was like, let's go. They're completely out of it. Um, Squeagles, I was like, eh, maybe next year. I don't think with Hurts. Well, here we go. Here we are. Nick right. Sirianni says, I'm just fertilizing this white two dog on playoffs. All right, everybody, everybody just walk <laughs> I feel like we, we just didn't have strong opinions on them. I, I remember no. being like, probably not, but it's the NFC East. You never know. Yeah, I think I 100%. remember that. Well, uh, CC Talking the Line podcast, NFL Special Editions 2021, NFC Ish. We had really yeah. no fucking idea if they were going to be the least or the beast. I, I mean, teams were questionable. And then all of a sudden, the Dallas Cowboys defense under Dan Quinn, who hadn't done anything in a decade, all of a sudden showed up out of nowhere. And now all of a sudden, we're talking about maybe they're going to start failing now with COVID and their offense struggling. Who knows? But there you go. There you have it. Next game up on tap. Chicago Bears, Minnesota oh, Vikings. Boy. I was going to wear uh, some Bears stuff one last time. I uh, sh- I shout out the stool, Viva the stool, a little Chicago action on here today. Also, shout out Chalkboard. Damn, I'm fucking repping up everybody here today. Shout Seriously? out Chalkboard as well. Uh, follow, download the Chalkboard app on uh, the App Store. Follow them at Chalkboard HQ on Twitter. Uh, and then also uh, jump on in the uh, Talking the Line board. Hop in one of our channels, talk some shit with the crew. We are... Uh, we're live. We're actually planning some new stuff with them, but we're usually live uh, 6 to 7 p.m., maybe 8 p.m. Um, every day of the week in there, talking some shit about college basketball or whatever's live in prime time, hammering in live plays, everything in between. So pretty much Discord, but only for sports betting um, and injected with a couple of rounds of steroids. So there you go. There you have that. Uh, Chicago Bears, Minnesota Vikings. Oh, 
Where do I begin? Um, <laughs> I have no interest right now. Uh, the Vikings are the five and a half point home favorite. Uh, line for the total open at forty four and a half. Let's start there. And <laughs> it's down to forty four. Um, I don't really know where to go as far as a side here because, oh, goodness gracious, Justin Fields not getting the start. Who knows exactly what happens? If it was Big Dick Nick, I'd probably be into it, man. Yeah. Um, I'm more of a Nick Foles guy than I am a son of a bitch, an Andy Dalton guy. A couple little, little, uh, excuse me. No, 100%. Um, uh, Andy Dalton freaking, I don't know. I love the Red Rifle, but hey, uh, not, not on the Chicago Bears, not what's ha- happened this year. Um, Obviously, the public's going to love Minnesota. 89% of bets and 95% actual money wagered on the spread, minus 5.5. And 96% of bets, but only 62% of actual money wagered on the money line at the minus 245. I don't really have the yones to uh, back the Bears. I'll give my Bears fandom uh, perspective, but uh, gambling perspective, what are you feeling here, Max? I don't know, man. I certainly, this has been the perfect, this has been the spot where. I've backed the Bears a couple times. Obviously, it's totally different because these teams, uh, you know, are totally out of it. I've backed the Bears at a five and a half, six and a half spot like this that looks like all of the public in the world is on the Vikings. Okay, the Bears are the spot, and they get their teeth kicked in. So I'm not going there, partner. And the way the total has dropped has me kind of off what I was going to say. I'm interested, in, or I, aside from that, I would have been interested in the over without Justin Fields. Seventeen to nine, these two teams play the first time around. And if you remember, that Bears offense stalled at the 20, 30-yard line, went for it on fourth down about oh, five no. different times in that I've, damn I've, game. I've, I've forgotten about that after every uh, single damn game I, has been that exact and I think thing, I, but hey, whatever. And I think I took the over there. So I basically what I'm trying to say is I think whether it's Dalton or Nick Foles, I think they should be able to pass on this Vikings defense. But again, it might be the same case. Who knows how motivated either of these teams are is really what's finally keeping me away from this, man. Uh, because if the Bears, like, are the Bears going to come out and like, oh, we got to win one, win last one for Matt Nagy? Or are they going to sleepwalk through this game because they don't you give a shit one about last Matt one. Nagy. He's going to be the fucking head coach of the Bears next year. Uh, we'll talk or vice versa from Mike, you know, Mike Zimmer. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm out. I'm out yeah, of this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I am too. I, I maybe a no, no, no. Maybe a little tiny sprinkle on the Bears. It's week eighteen, the first week eighteen ever. I, I literally have not bet. I bet on the Bears one time and they got smoked. It was when I was telling you, you had them on the show, and I was like, oh fuck, I liked it, but it's Max play. Here we go, and they got absolutely <laughs> toasted. So I can't remember. No, I took them. Yeah, I didn't take the total. I took the I took the Bears plus seven against the Vikings yeah. and Soldier, and that's why they lose seventeen to nine because uh, yeah, yeah. they stalled twenty yeah. times. Good yeah. grief! No, I, I watched it all year. I watched it so much all year. They ended up getting segregated to my side TV. Um, one of the one of the side TVs that plays uh, the local games while Red Zone and all the good games are going on. The the fifty five inch. Um, I was trying to look through here while you were talking. It looks like Cousins is going to be back in action. Yeah, I think so. Um, he's, he's got no contract issues, nothing like he – I mean, he's he's probably just going to get some extra work and close out the season. Yeehaw, there mm-hmm. you go, NFC. Yeah. Bye-bye. Um, as far as the Bears, boys and girls, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Again, as the days wear on here, um, I still just have this weird feeling inside of me that Matt Nagy is going to be the head coach of the Chicago Bears 
come next year. And as much as I, I, I and I'll, I'll gladly eat my words. I will. I promise. I will. And I will be. I'll, I'll be excited. I will. I'll be ecstatic. And I'll be. And I'll be overjoyed when we get the next coach, whoever it was. Just as when we, when we brought in uh, my boy Grandpa Rossi for the Cubbies. You know, David mm. Ross, come in. Just like we did that. I was excited. Everybody was. What the fuck does he know about being a manager? This is ridiculous. Blah blah blah. I was all about it. Fuck it. Let's go. It's a new guy. Here we go. We lost Madden. Son of a bitch. That sucks. Let's go. I've never been a huge Nagy fan, obviously. No Bears fan ever has. But at this point, I feel like I have to respect him as a human being, as a man, because he gets toasted everywhere, everywhere. The United Center, Soldier Field, hell, even his own son's high school football games for crying out loud. So at this point, man, no, I, I, I don't think it's good for the organization for him to be the head coach of the Chicago Bears. But do I think there is a shot in hell. There there are a few chances here, slim and none, that he's still the head coach in uh, Chicago. <laughs> Shout out Lee Corso, uh, that he is the head coach in Chicago come next season. And those two minor chances are all I need to have a little bit of a pit in my stomach about, oh shit, the McCaskies might be going on another fucking round on the carousel. I don't know, man. I think you're safe. I think you're safe, I but I, 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 I at least have that same like, two percent inkling that you might be right and as it's much just, as you it's are just there it's just think. there dude and it's like my intuition is really 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 good and like sometimes man it's just i don't know but obviously it's just it's just how he keeps saying like oh i, I haven't been told that and like what, <laughs> I know. Wh- when I know. Are, when are we gonna hire a new coach when are we gonna when are we gonna start a search like like uh, february march uh, next october like what 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 are we doing here? What are we doing? What are we doing? Come on, Bears! Like one time, can we just do something smart? No, the answer to that is no. I don't think so. So, off my hey, Justin Fields said man. some nice things about him, so maybe that'll keep him around, huh? Maybe because that's what I think too. Like literally, he 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 was the Justin only Fields other coach. Like, oh, I don't I don't like Bruh. all this uh, talk about Nagy. I thought it was you know I I liked what he did for me this year. Bro, outside of Nagy, Shanahan was the only other coach at that secret pro day. He Uh had the fucking face mask on and nobody knew it was Nagy. Like, they're tight. Like, he went out of his way to make sure we got Justin Fields and nobody knew about it. You're telling me they're just going to break up that quote-unquote whatever chemistry there is and just rip up that playbook, play sheet, style, everything all in general? Hey, figure it out, Justin Fields. That's what scares me, dude. The Bears... We have literally a GM, not a GM, an owner who has literally said, well, you know, I'm not much of a football guy, but at the end of the day, I really think they're doing the very smart thing. You know what? Why don't you just go ahead, find another man in the high castle who actually cares and understands what's going on in between the numbers instead of you just filling your pockets or better yet why don't you just ring-a-ling me i'm about two minutes from the new place that you guys just bought i'll figure it all out for you move it on down to arlington park we'll just blow the whole son of a bitch up we'll come up with a new name new franchise everything all in between and we'll go get a couple of super bowls there it is there you have it i got it off my soapbox we'll be here another two years i'm not talking about the bears until september that's a lie everybody knows it but gosh darn it i was really hoping we could do something hey, this year hey one more time before you finally get your eye hey he got one more chance either he's gone or he's not that'll be probably the last bears soapbox for a few months so yeah, i, I, I can't so. hate on you for getting it out 
I would say so. We'll see if he um when when the news drops, that'll be the last time I talk some shit, and then uh, if we get a new coach or whatever the hell happens from there. But damn, I really wanted Byron Leftwich. I love the hell out of that man, and he's deserved to have a head coaching spot for a long damn time. But it really looks like he's going to Jacksonville. Okay, speaking of things I won't be able to say very much anymore. Duval. Okay, continuing. Next game up on the noon slate, the Pittsburgh Steelers going up against them Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Steelers are on the road, obviously. Uh, Ravens at home is the five-point favorite. I does believe that Lamar is back this week after a bunch of nonsense, the ankle, the COVID, whatever's going on, stupid stomach. Uncle COVID, his stomach, whatever, case of the poo-poos. I don't know, whatever Seriously. whatever the hell it might be, I, yeah, he's not on the injury report from what I see, and Tyler Huntley is with an illness, so if it ain't, if it ain't one, it's the other. Um, either way, oh... I think Tom, or Tom, goodness gracious, I think Ben, Big Ben, <laughs> got his uh, win one for the Gipper, his last win one for the Gipper moment um, at Heinz Field. I would lay the five in this spot. I think this is kind of like the first one that I've had enough confidence that I would lay the five. But then again, at the same time, eh, yeah, because uh, this year and in, in traditionally, the Steelers as a road dog, just not spectacular, but... Yeah, and, and they're also a public public dog and a half right now. 69% of bets uh, on the spread, plus five for the Steelers, 60% of actual money wagered. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, 31% of bets, 40% of the money on the spread. So uh, looking at money line splits real quick too. Yeah, another public dog. Steelers are at plus 180 on the money line, getting 64% of bets and 96% of actual money wagered on the money line. Can you say and spell severe monetary liability? Well, I sure can, and uh, if you're going anywhere, uh, you, you got to be smart and not take the public dog. I, I think it, what that is is Big Ben got his last one. I'm done. I'm out. See you later. I cried on national television. They don't give a fuck about me in Baltimore. They're going to be booing me into the absolute dust. Those boys are going to be looking to absolutely wreck me. I know this. I'm going to have to have my head on a swivel all game, and uh, I think that's how it shakes out. That's the way the cookie crumbles, San Diego. Or Pittsburgh. I, I think I agree with you. I, I'm. I think I'm going to stay away. I uh, this matchup has the last few years been really, really close. There's just uh, since rivalry in general. Yeah. And, but that kind of leads me into if it is supposed to be that close, why is it five and not three, three and a half, right? Because um, I, I think Ben. You know, I, I don't know. I I was on the Steelers this past Monday night. Like you said, it was that win one for Ben getting out um and i have been very low on big ben and that steelers offense so i think i'm gonna take my money and run from monday night and stay the hell away from this one total i i i don't know about the total either maybe under yeah. 41 it, dude maybe. it's a it's a public side it's such a public side 76 percent so of bets, 70 percent of money I might be out too, I'm man. Out. I might be out. Oh, hey, uh, we shouted him out earlier, but hey, if you guys got any questions, you get your uh, comment dropped anywhere right there on the screen anytime. Shout out Keith, appreciate you stopping in, dude. The uh, the Nipsey picture back there, I shot I shouted that out off the show. I was talking to Max. I was like, bro, that Nipsey picture was so sick. I'm pretty sure that's what that was. So there you go, there you have it. Uh, you guys got any questions, anything? We'll pop them up on the screen. We'll talk about them live on the show. We got plenty of time. It is a Friday fun day. We rage on. Next game up on tap. We go to 
Him there Tennessee Titans against the Houston Texans. Saddle up, cowpokes. We got us a rootin' tootin' Mexican standoff between these two damn, damn, damn teams here. One team, uh, pretty much all the marbles, uh, riding for uh, this this matchup. That is the Houston Texans. This is their Super Bowl, their de facto. We got to win one more for the old fighting Daves. Do I think it happens? Hell to the no. Do I think the Houston Texans or the Tennessee Titans cover 10 and a half? Also, hell to the no. Talked about it, um, Kansas City and Denver. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a spot where you could potentially back Houston again at the 10 and a half. I backed them the last couple of weeks. They've been scrappy as all shit. Bought extra points last week, so we ended up, I took them from 13 to 17 and a half, so ended up covering that. Didn't cover the 13, they covered the 17 and a half. Sure did. Ten and a half I'd be interested in because I think what I think happens is Tennessee comes out and absolutely just they or, or Texas rather goodness gracious, there's so many T's. Houston, I would be interested in plus ten okay. and a half because I think Tennessee comes out trying to run the ball, ground and pound, gets out to a lead, they're doing their thing, yada yada yada. Maybe maybe up in like a, a 24, 24 to seven or ten kind of scenario in the first half. So maybe maybe a first half play is something you want to look at here if if uh if minus uh, five and a half. Okay. So maybe I I could see him getting it done by at least a touchdown. So full game though, I could see the Titans scoreboard watching, seeing the Chiefs do something, seeing the Chargers oh, actually, do something. So actually, I'm sorry. Chiefs play Saturday. They'll know if the Chiefs win. They know they got to win to lock down that oh, one seed. Shit, if that's they, right. That's if the right. fucking Chiefs come in and lose, so then it, it might be a different yeah. story. So they'll probably know that they have to win. Yeah, if they want the one seed or not. So this right. is going to be a watch the Chiefs and Broncos Saturday yeah. with the intention of making a play on Tennessee and Houston? Question mark. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I'm assuming the Chiefs take care of business and win. Then say, the Titans have to win to so take care of the fuck, one because so then maybe the, the that one dro- seed for the Titans is so damn important. Ever, nobody's counting the Titans in, and you have mm. to, have to, have to have home field advantage with the way the Chiefs and the Bengals and Bills are playing yeah. right now. Oh, gee, yeah. But the ten, I, I still don't know about the ten. I think you are kind of uh, on the nose as far as maybe being interested in that first half. So six uh, and a half on DraftKings. Sorry. Kansas City does get that win. Do the books reflect that at all in the market? Do they think themselves, ah, fuck, Tennessee's not going to have the foot on the gas here. Let's drop this down to eight and a half. Or is that just going to be Fugazi to get more people to buy into the public dog? I I don't know. Because I like the ten and a half. Because my rationale on that, do you buy in on the ten and a half now with the anticipation of maybe that shit goes down to eight and a half with the Chiefs, most likely 99.99999% chance of rolling over the Broncos on Saturday? Yeah, I don't know. I, ugh. I'm kind of jaded I'm with. I'm kind of jaded with the Texans, man. They've cashed me a few tickets over the last. I know few weeks, they could so. come out and uh, like they they took care of the Titans in the first uh, game. I have to imagine yeah. the Titans are going to want their lick back, but uh, a little bit of contract incentive. Um, this could come into a player prop. Not a guy that uh, is overly uh, you know productive as far as yards concerned. He does feature in this Texans offense. Rex Burkhead's got a couple things. Ooh. If he plays 30% of offensive snaps, he gets 125k. He's been and balling turn, out. He's been balling that? out. He's been balling out the last yeah. few weeks, dude. David Johnson, it doesn't sound like David Johnson is back, but since they got rid of Mark Ingram and uh, Philip Lindsay, they've featured these guys pretty steadily together when they are both there. And so next thing before I kick it back to you, Rex Burkhead needs 108 total yards for another 125k. 
that seems a little steep for him, but maybe they just say, so. hey, uh, the only thing we can do is get our boy Rex 250K if we just load him up. I don't Dude, know, he, man. He's been balling. Like, he's been balling. Maybe a touchdown sprinkle? Weeks. Obviously, these tu- touchdown doesn't play necessarily Dude, I would, in these, but. You know what? I'd be I'd be willing to fuck around with um to score two plus touchdowns for Rex Burkhead. I would okay. be I would be willing to man. He's he's done it one time in in uh, like the last five games. I, he's dude. He has been balling under the radar. Nobody gives a shit about the Houston Texans. That's why. Like nobody watches that shit. So okay, two, uh, TD score two plus touchdowns. Rex Burkhead is plus sixteen hundred. I mean, dude, dude, sixteen to one odds. You're giving me. I mean, and that's Rex Burkhead. Like, yeah, I, boys. Two ten for one touchdown. I, I, I might. Boys, sp- boys. So ten, ten bucks will win you one sixty. I mean, I, I think it's worth the sprinkle. I think it's worth the sprinkle. He might have a game and a half. Um, I was going real quick back to the uh, the trends. What? I think I'm going to stick the 10.5 on my bet slip. I'm not going to ha- hammer it in quite yet, um, but Titans are 1-6 against the number their last seven meetings in Houston, 6-14-1 against the number last 21 meetings overall, and the home team is 8-3 against the number the last 11 meetings. Oh, what do you want to trust? <laughs> the, the one game, finally the old Titans break the trend with probably no need to play for this because they or, or maybe the need to play. Well, I guess maybe they do need to play for it if they the probably Chiefs do, yeah. to Chiefs to. Oh jeez, this one hurts yeah. my head, but I like the ten and a half. Well, I mean, as much as we're talking about Rex Burkhead, the Titans defense actually defends the run rush pretty well, but. I have to imagine with him needing 30% yeah. offensive snaps, they'll probably be at the goal line once or twice. I'm sprinkling at least one, if not two, for him, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely sprinkle. Those yards, those yeah, round, I think the yards, because it's totally yards, but he, it's not like he gets featured in the you know, the, the passing game all too much. So yeah, dude, that might I'm be da- a little steep, but maybe I'm, even, like I mean, maybe his yardage total will be low enough. It's not going to be up over you know that crazy high. Maybe it'll be low enough to where sure. they're still trying to feed him the rock to get him those incentives, so I don't know. Yeah. Eh, we'll see. I, I like to sprinkle on the uh, the anytime touchdown Rex Burkhead and uh, two plus touchdown score for Rex Burkhead as well. So if this bad boy catches catches. Uh, <laughs> you better believe we're gonna clip it up and put it on <laughs> social media and say, "Oh, we had it already. Here you go." <laughs> there you go. There you have it. Uh, <laughs> the Houston Texans and the Tennessee Titans. If I lean anywhere as well, I'm leaning uh, Texans plus the ten and a half. Next game up on tap, partner. Are you willing to die on the hill one last time with me? Uh oh. Washington football team against the New York City football giants. The t- a team a team that you have been so vested in fading over the course of the last five weeks. And now it comes down to we see the maroon covered glove laced in oh, no. gold trim. Reaching up from the dirt one final time and saying, boys, TTL crew... Grab a hold. Reach out. We're only laying a touchdown. We can get it done. We promise. We got the Heineke man. Taylor Bud Lydeke, we meant to say. We got Jarrett Patterson coming up. Needs the quality tape. Grab a hold one more time. We promise to get it done defensively. Partner, do we have the owns to do it? Do we have the owns to affix bayonets and get back on the Bunker Hill that is known as Washington Football Team Summit. Or do we stay far away for week 18 of the NFL season? 
Good grief, man. Doesn't the seven just feel a little too easy? So I have a different angle that I definitely, definitely am interested (laughs) in. As far as the seven, I don't know, man, because the Washington football team has jacked us around. Uh, Not Mike Glennon for the Giants. I do believe it's going to be Jake Fromm. Glennon is 100% out. (laughs) Fromm's Um, even worse, dude. (laughs) uh, I've been full fade train of the Giants, and it has worked out so damn well for me. But now, partner, seven. Seven just seems too easy, but I want it. I do want it. The angle that I definitely am interested in, partner. Uh, So you mentioned Mr. Taylor Bud Leidecke. I actually didn't know this. I uh, learned more about this after I wrote this down. His incentive, he's actually had incentives that if he plays 60% of snap counts in individual games and wins, he gets an extra 125K. So if he plays 60% of snaps, uh, or more and gets this win. Really? He gets an extra 125K for a guy that makes a base salary of a million dollars, probably the lowest paid uh, guy that's been starting as consistently as he has. Mm. So what I'm saying is maybe this is a potential first leg of a two-team teaser. We might need to find the other two second team. Ooh, very, like very, very, eye. very interested uh, in the WFT in a teaser, my friend. I like where your head's at, Max. Totally gloss over that because it does really scare me the fact that they're getting 70% of bets and 98% of money wagered (laughs) on the spread. And then you just click over to Moneyline, 6% of bets for the New York Giants on the Moneyline. Nobody (laughs) believes in them at all except somebody who's got a fucking bag that drops 76% of actual money wagered on the Moneyline on the Giants at plus 250. So, as far as... I, I actually I've, I picked the under last week Bears Giants I should have picked that was one where I was just like I don't trust the Bears enough even they came in and smoked them why wouldn't it be the same thing I don't know team total for the Giants partner 15 and a half <laughs> am I crazy to think that's free freaking money under 15 and a half for the Giants am I crazy thinking that is just you know late Christmas present under 15 and a half for this yes yes because I think the exact same thing oh my gosh are you kidding me no way they score over no no way they get over 10 there's no way they get over 10 dude and it's not even getting the juice they're not even giving you the juice to take the under I mean come on I'll take it all I'll take it every day of the week twice on Sunday I, I don't know. I like it. Trying to pull like up it. our friends at Oddshark. I didn't check this one out as far as what they Ooh, got. I got morning, it over guys. here. I got it already ready got? to rock and roll for you. It is. I haven't been going oh. through these. Uh, 20.2. You're lying <laughs> to me. How? Washington football team wins 20.2 to the Giants 19.4. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Wowza kapowza. Um I don't know how they score 19 unless unless they get it off of a turnover or something. But that defense has completely just disappeared over the course of the last few weeks. Like that was the only thing shit. they could that was the only thing they could hang their hats on. And hey, we're not running a clown show organization <laughs> over here. I, I mean, I don't know what the fuck. I don't oh know what we gosh, see from the Giants, man. but I don't think it's anything good, dude. I want to lay the seven, but the seven scares me. I think we need to find a partner for that seven for a teaser spot. Um, but I also, uh, I don't think you're crazy on the under 15 and a half. Jake, Jake from, I, I have zero faith in Jake from zero, zero, none whatsoever. I wish it was Glennon. If it was Glennon, I'd do Glennon. Get Glennon. I, a no shout out. Hey, here's, an, here's another shout out. Shout out our guy Juan, uh, at bears fanatico. I think it's bears fanatico. Just only maybe it's bears fanatico 99. On Twitter, let me look it up real quick, um, just so I I can tell you guys for sure. But I uh, I saw him uh, tweet the other day. Bears Fanatico ninety four, um, uh, Fanatico ninety four. Um, 
He tweeted last week, every time Mike Glennon makes a mistake, his neck grows two inches. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not wrong, man. <laughs> it's not wrong. Hey, my, my sister-in-law actually used to babysit his kids back when he played for the Bears oh, that year. Lord have mercy, man. Yeah, I know plenty about a long neck, oh, oh long neck, Mike. Goodness gracious, all Friday. All right, Washington football team, New York Giants. Um, if we're going anywhere, we're going to try and find a partner for the football team minus a seven and under 15 and a half total points for the new york giants because they're starting jake Fromm. and how the hell do they uh. get anything done there okay next game up on tap oh boy Uh-oh. where are we at the green bay packers Going up against the Detroit Lions, I take my headphones off because I don't want to hear this cheesehead nonsense. But I got to be here. Here we go. Uh, partner, I, I give you the floor. I'm staying far away from this one. I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, you got the inside beat. What's the word? My man, I am trying to see if I can pull up. DraftKings does not have any first half odds. This one is sitting at three and a half. Opened right around Packers minus one. I believe the odds makers assumed that the Packers would be sitting everybody. Rodgers and the Pack uh, since then have said, we ain't sitting, we're playing. Uh, I want to get some action. Do not want to rest. He said it, I believe, I don't remember if it was Monday Night Manning or McAfee or maybe both. McAfee. It was all McAfee. Okay, and he mentioned like they don't want to the way their offense is rolling. They don't want to rest like that. He mentioned he even mentioned something again, either McAfee or a man, Monday Night Manning, maybe both about back ten years to when they were fifteen and one had the exact almost exact same situation, fifteen and one by week locked up going into the last week playing the Detroit Lions. Uh, sit everybody, sat everybody. That was the Matt Flynn six touchdown game. Didn't matter. They came out in the divisional round, and Eli even mentioned it. Like, yeah, you guys were fantastic. We had some goofy, weird bounces because uh, it was the Giants that came in with Eli and beat him on their way to another Super Bowl. I think Rodgers, in his head, is like just has deja vu to that, and he's like, hell no, I ain't. whatever I have to do to not duplicate that, sure. uh, I'm gonna do it. On top of, and that was kind of that kind of set the stage as far as the next decade of like the Packers not wanting to really go full rest mode like that, right? As far as anytime they've been in this situation or anything like it. So at the very least, I think they, uh, they all play in the first half um, and get out to a nice little lead. I took the one uh, minus one. It's at three and a half right now. Um, I'm trying to see if FanDuel's got any, nobody's got any first half lines, at least where I'm seeing. So, cause if, cause if you put a, uh, you know, an under a field goal or even under a touchdown spread in the first half, and it turns out the Packers are going full bore into uh, this game. Um, I don't know, man. I I'm through the roof with my minus one. Um, I would still like it at minus three. Cause uh, you know, there's still a good chance that it's Tim Boyle, who by the way, used to be the Packers backup quarterback. So it's not like they're unfamiliar with this guy. Fuck it doesn't matter if they got, what's that? fuck you got against tim Boyle? what old timmy ever do to you i'm saying he uh he used to play for the backers and even if we got second stringers in on defense they know what the hell he does and uh most importantly doesn't do well because he's not a very good quarterback have you seen you see his college track record by the way he's got like he was like 12 oh, yeah, touchdowns clutch, clutch oh, bro. bad brutal <laughs> Um, but as far as there's some important incentives too, which I don't think this is why Rogers is playing, but Rogers has got some important, eh, maybe not important, only, uh, you know, a hundred K for a few different things. If he gets top three in completion percentage for the season, he gets an under extra hundred K he's at fourth right now. Uh, not too far behind. I was reading if he has a nice completion percentage game, he could get that, uh, same thing with yards per attempt. 
per attempt. Another 100K, 7.8. Currently, 8.2 is third. So if he makes some big plays, <clears throat> he could get into that range. Um, and he's tied for third in touchdown passes. And if he's top three in touchdown passes, he gets 100K. Um, so I think he's going to be slinging the rock in the first half, man. Not to mention another sack incentive. Preston Smith, if he gets one, he gets 750K. So another guy I got my radar set on, if we see some odds on sacks, Preston Smith to get a sack. If he gets one, he gets another 750K in his bankroll. So give me the pack at three and a half, man. Who knows what's going to happen. Maybe if you can buy out in the second half, if they rip the rug out and take everybody out, can go ahead. But... I feel pretty confident, and even if it's Jordan Love against Tim Boyle or Jared Goff, I feel pretty confident that the Packers can take care of business here. I differ from you just a little bit. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is only going to get maybe a, um, a a drive. I don't even think he's going to play an entire half. I really don't think it's going to be that. I mean, what's the fucking point with the toe, with everything? There's just no reason whatsoever. And then once they take him out, you are going to get to suffer through Oh, right around eh, somewhere in the ballpark area of 50 to 52 minutes of sheer agony and what the next, oh, five to 10 years mm. of your life are going to be as a Green Bay Packers fan. Once Aaron Rodgers makes a swift exit out of that organization, um, yeah, you know, it's not going to, I just, I, I tell you, just, just sit back and enjoy it because it's, it's, uh, it's going to be a glimmer into what you're going to have to be living through, you can get to come join the Bears down at the bottom of the NFC North and uh, enjoy your a lot of losses. So what I see uh, happening here, um, it's a sharp side. The old Lions, they're actually not a public dog. Um, but time and time again this year, it has not mattered. But the reason that has not mattered is because of Aaron Rodgers. The only reason the Green Bay Packers are relevant is because of Aaron Rodgers. I promise you, my partner will not follow Aaron Rodgers to wherever team he goes to. He is a staunch cheesehead, but I can also promise you that he will be a very pissed-off puppy come the season of 2022 and 2023. That's all I got to say about You've that. You've been listening to what he's been saying lately. His, his ass is coming back so quick he next year, dude. Back. Whatever. He ain't coming back. Uh, but I do think he he's going to play more than a driver he's, too, man. He doesn't again, want that rest. Again, I two say weeks that to off. you. He doesn't want that. Again, I say this to you and all you new listeners out there to hear this. He is saying that because he doesn't need bad morale in the stands. He doesn't need all you cheeseheads crying just in case something happens. He doesn't need you guys, oh my gosh, we are so on edge right now with this drive because this could be Aaron's last wait. game oh. in the green and gold. Oh the my Boogie gosh, Man this is will be so back bad. In 2022 and then and he doesn't the need North. that. He doesn't need that. So he's, he needs to keep morale high. He needs to keep the good energy I going through wait. the fan. And then as soon as they get bounced in the NFC Championship, he's going to say, ah, sorry fuckers, I tried. Have a great year. We'll see you later. And then uh, that's, that's, that's going to be the end of the run for the bad man and the Green Bay Packers. And Usher on in your first round pick, Jordan Love, and uh, the next era of Green Bay Packers football. I'll be ready with the uh, jar of tears to collect those from you next uh, next few months here, pal. Hey, that's and, okay, uh, man. Nagy's back in town. At, uh, I don't, uh, you know, maybe maybe the Vikings can take care of us. Who knows? But you uh, losing you know, in the I NFC, can... you losing in the NFC Championship again will be nothing compared to uh, nothing will 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 anything will be a pale in comparison to that so hey all good if Matt Nagy stays around in Chicago I'll be content watching you guys get to the summit again and going absolutely brain neutral as soon as you make it there so yeah 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 yeah, yeah. either Extra way Sunday morning hey fuck them Packers <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Absolutely love it. Shout out, Dill. Appreciate you popping in, ready, my baby. man. Always, uh, always show him. You know it's a no holes barred here at the TTL pod. Shout out, Dill. Appreciate you popping in, my man. Uh, but yeah, in all seriousness, the Packers look damn good, man. And I, uh, I'm gonna have a hard time, uh, hard time betting against them in a lot of spots here coming up. Uh, if the bad man's on the field, look out. Especially with more motivation, like why, why do you? Why do Chicago reporters feel the need to give him more mo- motivation? As if he needed any at all. You know, as if he needed any any more motivation at all. Fuck, it could have been somebody from California, and I probably still would have been like, eh, probably would have done that. That's kind of like, you know, sacking him and then doing a quick little fucking one of these oh, yeah. numbers. You know, that's that's kind of what that's kind of what they're doing. But oh no, no, not not not. 1,800 miles away, some of a bitch is right under his nose in Chicago. Oh, that's right. The Green Bay's Packers hated rival, the Chicago Bears. Wow. Beautiful. You're talking my language Great now. Move. Great move. Great move. or hab or hat or hub. whatever. Good old hub. porn hub. 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 <laughs> old porn hub. Old porn hub. Gustafson or Aniston or whatever did the you, fuck his damn name was. Before we move on, did you see his uh, ap- quote-unquote apology? He basically apologized to the other like oh. voters for like putting them into like this web of bullshit, Joke. basically. Joke. And then just like, oh... Don't really know like why I'm be I'm being put in for what I said. This ill, the grossest oh, apology I've yeah, ever read. Yeah, geez, I wonder. There you go. There you go. There you have it. Okay, noon slate. That's it. The two uh the two homers, Green Bay Packers homer over there, and the Bears homer got their time on the soapbox. Let's keep it moving into the 3:25 p.m. Central Standard Time slate. The New England Patriots against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, this one's got had some implications. I don't think it has any implications now. Um, the Dolph- uh, still the uh, out, outside chance of implications. Patriots win and Bills lose. That flips the division. Patriots jump over the Bills, That's but right. the That's Bills right. play the and, Jets. So it could be some score watching for sure in this one. Definitely. And the Dolphins have no shot to make the playoffs at this Correct. point, right? Okay. So yeah, I thought I thought them flubbing that up. Sorry, Dusty. We uh we appreciate you mm-hmm. and your following and everything, but uh that's that's a tough one. I took them to the plus the three last week and they got fucking bounced around there like a bad check, boy. Whew, that was a rough game to watch. Um this week, what incentive do they have, man, other than B Flow wanting to smack the pats in the mouth and get kind of some but that dude, like I said this to you, I feel like last year this time i said to you damn b flow getting some good fucking momentum here at the end of the year they're gonna oh, come sorry. in and they're, they're what <laughs> you had me confused for a second b flow and beef i thought yeah i was i was mixing oh my <laughs> bad my bad <laughs> i got too much B-flow. i got too much b flow brian flores let me help you out there uh brian flores i was like man they got this team cracking right now they got some momentum closing out 2020 2021 i think they're gonna be pretty damn good and they looked fucking solid. And then once they got to the damn mountaintop, when they needed to be clutched the most, they needed to go into Tennessee, play in less than favorable conditions, and get the job done, they just couldn't do it. And if you can't do that when, I mean, the pressure wasn't super high. It was just to get into the playoffs. Fuck, we ain't even like, we ain't even talking wild card game yet. And you can't get that done. Well, what are you going to get done in the playoffs? So. Right. I think this is going to be a Belichick tune-up game. I don't think this is going to be a sit-back game whatsoever. I think uh, Bill has the boys rocking and rolling. Uh, we saw it last week. They went up against the Jags and wasn't like, oh, we're up four touchdowns, let's relax now. They were still bombing the ball with Mac. Like It, it was showtime, and I think that's what's going to happen again here. Um, I, right now, Patriots are the six-point favorites. So yeah, if anywhere I'm 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 laying it or I'm not playing it. Shout out Sportsbook and Sig. Um, yeah, I'm I'm well, laying it or I'm not playing it. What about this angle, partner? Any interest in Dolphins under sixteen and a half? Patriots defense against this 
brutal offense last week, Miami Dolphins. That's kind of where my interests lie. I I think you're right, because I also don't know. I wish we could figure eh, this out. If they lose, it, I don't know if they can fall back to like the sixth or seventh seed. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't know if they're going like, to maybe take the foot off the gas, take some guys out in the second half if they see like Buffalo up 40 to nothing or something like that. I don't think so. But I was, regardless, I might be interested in the Dolphins under 16 and a half. A lot of that, because you got to think, though, they, they got to 20, 31, 20, 33 in the last few games here. And one of them was against New Orleans, Carolina, decent. Now the Jets and Giants, okay, not the greatest. But um, that, that last week, that was a lot of um, 30 degrees in rain in the middle of sure, Tennessee. Sure. Like, freaking Tua had number three for the not top plays this morning with his – or maybe That's it was fair. number one. Maybe it was number one, him and his freaking – it got the hand here and the ball's all the way back there and he's already trying to throw it. Yeah. I mean, it was it, it was a shit show. So eh, I have know. to imagine the Dolphins will have some type of you know rivalry pride as far as knocking off the Patriots. Oh, yeah. I think that's oh, yeah. kind of what's holding me back from any like under their offense or anything like that. Because I think the Patriots defense, if they're going full bore, I think the Patriots defense hold them down. But not locking anything in quite yet, I don't think. Yeah, not on this one, but I'm either laying it with the Pats, I'm not playing it at all. And then I'm crazy enough to go over 40. Um, cause, uh, like oh, I really? said, I think this is a tune up game. Uh, yeah, the under is a public side right now. Um, getting about 54% of bets, 65% of money. So creating a little bit of liability. I, I, I think the Pats lay the hammer down. It's a rivalry game and Brian Flores wants one more. Hey, one, one for the Gipper here, boys. We need a little bit of momentum going into 2022, 23. So, Hey, that, would, it up. Be, Let's that go. would be big. That would be big. So yeah, I, I, I think it goes over 40. Okay. Um, but We'll uh, we'll stay out of that for now, but again, lean anywhere, lay it, don't play it with the Pats, or go over 40. All right, moving and grooving. We just talked about it. The other AFC East matchup on tap, the New York Jets and the Buffalo Bills, uh, still in the 325 p.m. Central Time slot. Um, no real interest in this one at all, my man. Uh, Jets are getting 16 points on the road. I think Buffalo handles them with ease. I mean, just as soon as you say that, then then Buffalo, like, yeah, Buffalo doesn't handle them with ease. But the Jets are a severe public dog, severe yeah. public dog. They're getting 73% of actual bets at market consensus. Uh, Bill's only getting 27% of bets, but 99% actual money wagers. So a couple of people have dropped a few bags on them. A few people are trusting the Jets on the money line. I just don't see it here. I, I, I don't see the Bills really sitting anybody all too major. I mean... They might no. sit Josh towards the end, but I, I don't see this as a backdoor as much as I saw like the Broncos or as much as I saw the Texans. I, I really don't. Yeah, I don't have any interest in, in playing the spread um, because you're right. The Bills, you know, at least the first half, we'll see what that spread is. It's probably going to be over a touchdown, touchdown because they'll play the first half. If they get uh, up by a lot, they'll probably rest their guys. Mm. Stephon Diggs, though, needs six catches for $1.55 million. Six catches to get to 100 catches. That'll give him 1.55. 231 receiving yards will give him another one and a half. That's probably out of the out of the qu- eh, Maybe not out of the question, but... Six catches, I don't know, man. Might be uh he's probably gonna be he is gonna be playing. He could be worth a uh, look as far as his catch total once we see some props if if we aren't already. Even maybe some alternate shit. Get a, a who who knows? Who depending on what the odds are on that. Holy smokes. Good uh good call there, Max. Way to uh, bring that one to attention. Okay. So maybe a little something on Stefan Diggs there with the Buffalo Bills, but uh for right now, nothing in uh uh let me get your thoughts. The only thing I see is over 71.5 receiving yards. That's the only thing they've opened. 71.5. Needs six catches. 
he could ball out. I mean, he could go for like seven for one ninety on some crazy shit. Like right. he really could. But in the first half, honestly, <laughs> I think you just go after the receptions. I think yeah. you just go after the receptions so. six plus, and then like if there's so some they might do some odds. gimmicky stuff, like give him a sweep just to get him an extra catch or something like yeah. that. Right, hundred fifty percent. Yeah, hundred. One of them stupid bump passes, like whatever the case might be. They yeah. they definitely might. So maybe. Take a look at Stefan Diggs' uh, reception totals. Appreciate you bringing that in there uh, come game time or when uh, at least those uh, prop markets open up for the Jets and the Bills. I might just uh, clip up all of these in general. All uh, I think, I don't know how many there are, but I might just kind of clip them up and put them out individually so you guys can uh, go back and look at them if any of you missed cool. anything. But who knows? We'll see what happens. Uh, next one up on tap. Seattle Seahawks against the Arizona Cardinals. Um... Sea squawks have been absolutely dog shit all year. We all know that. Um, I believe Pete Carroll might secretly be out of there, and nobody knows about it. Nobody's really talking about it. I think his seat's a little more hot than uh, any of us care to talk about sure. or know about. Uh, <laughs> we might Kings- be leading the pack on that. <laughs> he might be. Uh, Kingsbury and the boys, eh, a little scuffle-wuffle, schmuffle-luffle here the last few weeks, but nothing I don't think they can't overcome. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins comes back, then I think we're in real good shape. I, it just is so evident when Kyler doesn't have that oh shit handle, uh, for lack of a better term, for you who are not from the South. That is when you are riding around in some type of a four wheel vehicle and somebody gets going real crazy. We call it whip a shitty down there. And they get real fucking crazy. You look up to your right and you see this fucking handle that you ain't never known why the fuck that handle was there before. But now all of a sudden you realize that, oh, dear <laughs> Heavenly Father, save my life. I know why this thing is here. And you grab onto that, oh, shit handle because we are fucking going over, John. That is what that is. But, uh, yeah, so, oh, shit. Um, that's kind of what's going on there in the organization. I, I, if I lean anywhere, man, the Cardinals are the six-and-a-half-point uh, home favorites. Um I'm they, laying the six and a half. They so they if they win and the Rams lose to the Niners, which the Niners still have to win to get in lock, lock at least lock in the playoffs. They can lose and Saints can lose and get in, but they need to, obviously they're under the impression they need to win the Niners. Mm-hmm. That is over the Rams. Rams lose, cards win. That is the uh, AFC West division champion cards. So, are you? Were you said you said you're interested in six and a half? Are you interested in the over as well? I think so. Um, just because like. Russ is going to have one last hurrah. Like, let's get after it. Here we go one more time. It's at, what's it at, 48? Yeah. Um, oof, those 48s have been tricky this year. Uh, and their some... offense has picked up a little bit. I mean, they, I know they played Bears and Lions, but their offense at least has been sling, he's been slinging, slinging it a little better, right? I mean, under I'm has gone the the total has gone under in four out of the last five meetings between these two teams. Okay. Um, right around the same number: 49, 51, 57, 45, and 55 and a half was the over. So, okay. Hey. Got some incentives on this one too, pal. Uh, AJ Green. AJ Green needs 75 receiving yards. 75 receiving yards for 250K and another 10 catches. Yeah, another 10 catches for another 250K. 10 catches might be a little lofty, but 75 receiving yards for 250K. Uh, Russell Wilson, 250K if he is over 66% completion. He's at 65.2. Not sure what that would take. And then uh, Cardinals Marcus Golden, two sacks for one mil. So another Ooh. guy that uh, even if they give you uh, over a half a sack at some nice odds might be worth a look because he's going to be hell-bent trying to get both of those sacks for another nice um, oh, yeah. $1 million in the bankroll. 
what would it take the Seattle Seahawks going away from their entire fucking game plan and actually letting Russ cook on like they did the entire damn year for him to get up to 66%? That's me answering your question about oh, yeah, Russ in the, yeah. in the percentage. Right. That's why I laughed. Uh, oh, okay. I see what you're saying. There, yeah, yeah, there, you <laughs> there you go. Just a no biggie. Here we go. Uh, yeah. The Sea Squawks are a public dog. 63% of bets on the money line, 97% actual money wagered on that money line. Severe monetary liability. Uh, 59% of bets, 98% of money on the spread. Six and a half uh, is the spread right now. Um, if I'm going anywhere, yeah, I think the Arizona Cardinals are the safe side, minus six and a half. I think they get it done. Um, thank you, partner. Keep an eye out for uh, AJ Green. Maybe his uh, yardage totals are in a good spot. Um, but if I'm also going anywhere, I think I lean to the under. I think the over looks way too easy and uh, seems like to be kind of the sharp side right now. So okay. if I'm going anywhere, I'm going the under 48, and uh, I would lay it or not play it on the spread. Any uh, Anything else from you on that, partner? No, sir. I'm mostly in agreement with you on this one. All right, then without further ado, it's time to keep it moving, keep it grooving. Next game up on tap, New Orleans Saints, Atlanta Falcons. Not really uh, much implications here whatsoever. Um, Saints, typically uh, we say a lot different than what we're saying about them right now. But, uh, but I'll let you kick this one off. What do you got uh, with uh, Nolens and uh, the old ATL, Hotlanta? I'm torn on this one, man. Saints, uh, this is the team. Saints, if they get a win and the Niners lose, Saints can jump over the Niners into that seventh seed of the playoffs. So they are hell-bent on getting this Whoa. win, Whoa. first of all. Uh, the Falcons cannot say that. However, I do think, much like in a little bit different of a case than that Patriots-Dolphins game is, I think the uh, Falcons are going to have some rivalry pride, not only getting the win, but keeping their bitter rivals out of the damn playoffs, partner. And so... Because of that and because of – I'm pretty confident that the Saints' defense will show up in this game as they have when they've needed to most for the most part this season. I still don't know and I don't trust that damn offense and whoever the hell is playing quarterback on a given week for them. So I'm not laying the three-and-a-half with the Saints. At the moment, I am interested in the plus three-and-a-half. I don't even think it's crazy to think the Falcons can win this one at home. Um, Whatever <laughs> – what concerns me is their offense against the Saints defense. Like I said, I do trust the Saints defense. I just have no trust for that Saints offense. So I guess I'm kind of talking myself into the under on this one and at least preliminary interest in the Falcons plus the three and a half. My only problem with the Falcons, my man, is the fact that they have been dog shit inside yeah. of uh, Mercedes-Benz Superdome or whatever 100%. the hell it is now. Um, they are 1-5 straight up, 0-6 against the number overall. Bad. So, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I have no idea what they do, especially at a 3.5. Uh, it just kind of feels like a public dog spot. Like, oh, they're getting the hook. Oh, that's a key number of a field goal. That's got to be a, a right spot we can play the Falcons, right? And then I just feel like the public is kind of having your rationale as far as like, ah, bitter rival, let's try and keep him out of the fucking playoffs. I just don't think the Falcons can do anything against that Saints defense. I think the Saints offense is completely broken, but the Saints are the sharp side at the minus three and a half. Right. Uh, 40% I really like of the bets, under. It's kind of what I'm talking myself into, yeah. I do kind of like that as well. The under 40, it might be kind of a defensive struggle. Maybe, most definitely. Only 55% of bets, 71% actual money wagered on the total on that under. 
Um, so under 40 might be worth a look here, but also I think the uh, the Falcons are kind of a setup spot plus the three and a half. Um, yeah. Especially after last week, uh, they pushed a, a minus 14 against Buffalo or a plus 14 against Buffalo. I apologize. And uh, now they all of a sudden just drop down like crazy to plus three to a division rival. All this all this background nonsense. Uh, games are played on the gridiron, not on a piece of paper. So at the end of the I day, I think I'm locking in the under. I, I really under, think I'm under, locking under, down in this under one. solid, under solid, and uh, per Action Network, eight people are already locked in the Atlanta Falcons plus three and a half. Hmm, how you doing? I think I'm locking in the New Orleans Saints minus three and a uh, half yeah. right now. Okay, yeah. okay. It, it's I a, might go like that. Feels like a setup line for the public is what that feels like. I think you're right. I think you're right. I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna stick with my under. Okay, sticking with your under. I think I, I mess around with the under too, but I like the three and a half in the under. Um, nothing from the Seahawks and Cardinals. We decided that uh, right off the bat right now. Or did, uh, yeah, no, we didn't cite anything on the total there either. Uh, if anything, to the under, but whatever. Uh, so, yeah, uh, only two more games remain. No Monday night game here. Uh, actually, three more games. I apologize. Uh, yeah, three more games. I apologize. Here we go. Uh, next one up on tap, unless you got anything else out of the Falcon Saints, partner. No, sir. Keep okay. Uh, 49ers and the Rams. NFC West playoff uh, implication matchup for sure. Jeez. Um, uh, wh- what do you got here, partner? I know there's some implication when you talked a little bit about it uh, 49ers-wise. If they lose, a couple other teams might have something. They're scoreboard watching. What do we got in this game? I'm a little torn as far as the spread is concerned, man. I I mean, it's still – are we still looking at, looking at Trey Lance in this game, correct? Yeah, yeah, as far as yeah. I know. Jimmy G yeah. is doubtful, yeah. So I I really don't know. I mean, uh, the 49ers are going to be throwing the kitchen sink uh, because they are, <laughs> they're in real danger of losing this game. And like we just talked about, the Saints still got a damn good chance of winning that game, and they fall out of the playoffs. Uh, whereas the Rams, they got to win where we just talked about. We think the Cardinals are taking business against the Seahawks. Um, obviously, they'll, they'll be doing some scoreboard watching, probably the Rams, but they got to win this game to lock up the division with some important... And I think if they win, they get the two seed, let alone falling all the way down to five, uh, which would be a uh, potential trip uh, anywhere against any of these good teams, obviously. So they obviously want to lock up that two. It's got me interested in the four and a half, especially when you got Trey Lance out there, the way this Rams team has been playing. First gut, first gut has me interested in the Rams. Yeah, the minus four and a half has been pretty profitable for uh, for favorites, um, kind of been a setup for dogs. Uh, right now, the Rams are the sharp side, 39% of bets, 73% actual money wagered uh, at market consensus on the minus four and a half. I think I'm in the boat with you, man. Um, <laughs> this is, I can't this trust is one... I can't trust Trey Lance and what they're doing, man. I, I just, I cannot, cannot. Yeah, Trey Lance is the reason why I'm interested in the Rams. This is the one issue, we talked about it earlier in the year, partner. This matchup is the one where Shanahan just has ownership over Sean McVay. Five mm. straight wins for the Niners, but, mm. but... Without hmm. Jimmy G, if it was Jimmy G, I think I would be, I'd probably be locking in the Niners in some capacity. Yeah, I trust, I trust the Rams' offense in this one, though. I do too. I do too, man. Even though uh, Stafford has been uh, looking less than uh, competent, I think he's starting to the, the playoffs are starting to get on the horizon, and he's starting to his old booty hole is getting about this big, and, and, and everybody's <laughs> saying, "Hey, hey, hey! Remove the corn cob, Stafford! Remove the corn cob! You're a good fucking quarterback. Relax." I mean, he's making some dodo bird plays out there, but they're still winning. They're still covering, so I'll keep backing them. 
Uh, Rams minus four. I like it. It's on my card. Um, two more games. Next one up. Uh, AFC or NFC South uh, matchup that does have some implications as well. Carolina Panthers, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Q Gronkineers. Um, Panthers pretty much just like everything I said about them preseason completely false. Like I just, I, I went back and looked a little bit. I look like a big big old dumbass like that was just hey we started off the oh, season hot we, we thought goodness. we were smart to kick off the season oh right? yeah it was absolutely <laughs> terrific and now who knows what's going on sam darnold is broken 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 no no question about it um going against tampa bay there's no reason for me in my mind that i need to lay the eight here with the buccaneers there's no reason that i need to think that carolina is going to cover the eight by any means whatsoever i think this is a really nasty game i think there's a lot of turmoil and goofiness we know with the all the a b nonsense going on with tampa bay not a whole lot of interest in that uh in that realm of the world at all um under 41 and a half kind of gives me some type of interest because it's just so low it's like why is that so doggone low but at the same time those tend to uh, fly right over the total as soon as you uh, mm -hmm. stop thinking about them. Yeah, I'm I'm torn here. Is this so? The only thing, well, actually, I guess I'll, I'll drop down some incentives here because they're actually Gronk might be a player prop uh, ad for us here. Seven catches for 500k, 85 receiving yards for another 500k, three touchdowns for another 500k. Uh, Brady was already targeting the mess out of him last week, partner. Yeah, I think seven man. seven catches, eighty five yards is attainable. Again, they might be doing some gimmick, man. especially the seven catches, maybe the eighty five yards. A um, little tentative as well, but I think that's really attainable. Sure. I just don't know. I mean, they if they win and the Rams do lose, we just talked about. We think the Rams win, but if the Rams find a way to lose, Tampa could jump into the two seed, mm. which I'm not sure. I mean, obviously they would like to. I don't know if they're hell bent on that. I, I'd be hard pressed to think they're overly distracted by the AB news, but then I don't know. Am I crazy to think it just seems too easy the eight and what I'm about to say, it seems even easier, like too good to be true. Is this our potential second leg of our two team teaser? I don't think so. No, it seems no, too good to be damn true, no. right? I was going to circle back to that in a minute. Cause there were two possible options. Cause I think this just seems way too damn good to it, be true. It just seems, it just seems too good. Um, but on the same side of that coin, Shout out to our friends over at the Action App. Uh, three people are already on Carolina spread. Three people are already taking Carolina's money line. So, Goodness but gracious. at the same time, as always, Tampa Bay is the public side. It is what it is. It's how it goes. It's what it does. But I'm going to stay away from a side. I don't really feel like you need to do that because I think this game stays way under the total. It's 41 and a half for a reason. Uh, sharp side, 19% of bets, 71% of money. I'm going to add the 41 and a half to my card. I kind of like that a lot. Okay. A lot. Okay. I think Not this is that. like I think this is like a twenty-one seventeen game. Max. I think I agree Max. with you. Like, how do the Panthers score Max. even if it's the backups? Yeah, yeah, dude. And and I don't. I think Tampa Bay tries to get as much rest as they possibly can. In my mind, I think so too. Because like, Period. obviously, jumping up the two would be nice, but like. If they're not getting the one seed, I don't think they care that much, right? No, I think they'd no. rather get the rest of the way their team's looking right now. Oh, I actually, I'm sorry. Uh, there was some breaking news as far as who is in and out. Uh, definitely out is Shaq Barrett, Ronald Jones, JPP, uh, Richard Robinson, and Justin Watson. So nothing about the, uh, you know, Tom Brady and Gronk. I imagine they'll get started in this game. But yeah, I think you're right. We got to leave this one alone. As far yeah. as the spread and spread who's winning, for sure, obviously. yeah. And then I, I like I like the under in, in that spot. But okay, there you go. There you have it. There's some leans there. Might see that added along the way. Last one. Here we go. 
Los Angeles Chargers at the Las Vegas Raiders. Sunday night, 7.20 p.m. Central Standard Time. The nightcap. Chargers are the three-point road favorites going to the Black Hole Allegiant Stadium there on the Las Vegas Strip. Shout out to all of our connects out there in Vegas. Um... Yeah, if I'm leaning anywhere, it's Chargers minus three. But if they're scoreboard watching and there's some bullshit going on and they both just are absolutely doing dog shit because they can both make the playoffs because of a tie, I don't know how often I want to get involved in this. It's quite hard for me to want to get involved on Sunday night game any time before Sunday afternoon. It just... Mm -hmm. It's just because it's a standalone game, and it's when the books are the sharpest. It's when they know they have the most. It's when they can set it up. It's they they know when the public's going to be there. It's the last Week 18 game. Everybody get your final possible bets you can possibly get in. I think you just need to be smart and see where this is. But if I'm leaning anywhere, Chargers minus three, and I would go over the 49.5. I think I agree with you. I think that over is definitely a little tasty there. I think I agree. I mean, the way we've talked about the Chargers all season long, they've obviously let us down in a lot of spots, but I mean, we almost have to ride it right. But then, you know, from a dumb uh, fan perspective, not saying fans are dumb, but as far as me, my dumb brain and the things that influence my thoughts sometimes that shouldn't, I pull up uh, the old Twitter app and I see that the Madden family is lighting the damn torch before the damn game. And this crowd is going to be absolutely a madhouse in give the, Vegas. Give me the Raiders' money line. Give me the Raiders' money line. Uh, period. Point uh, back period. Point back uh, period. Point back period. Like how? I don't give a damn. Yeah. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. Right? The, like, the other night. I feel dude, fucking the, stupid for saying wait, that on no, our show, but at the same time, I don't. Because you're not. Because you're not. Because I, I, took, I took a... It, it, is, it is the one spot. There's a lot of spots that we have written on the list over here, right, uh-huh, as far uh-huh. as... Coach scandal game, as far as coach getting fired game, as far there's a lot of shit, but th- that that's that's one of the big ones on uh, the list. There is if maybe somebody's jersey's getting retired, maybe some big ass fucking statuesque torch is getting lit by maybe one of the biggest names of no the biggest name of all of the NFL's family. I don't know, maybe that has a little something. I bet against whoever was playing the Louisville Cardinals, much better team. Hands down better team. It was like a seven-point favorite. Who was playing the Louisville Cardinals football team. Lamar Jackson gets his fucking jersey retired that day. The Louisville Cardinals oh, wow. went outright. Easy money. No question about it. I'm trying to... Oh, other night. Dirk Nowitzki night on Dallas. Mm. I just I decided to say, I said, you know what? I really want to take Denver, but something here does not feel right to me. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but I'm going to stay away in general. I pop on the son of a bitching game. Dirk Nowitzki getting his jersey retired. I yep. said, oh, this is a Mavs win by 50 points. I'll be damned if it wasn't. Those are so... Doggone important partner. I think we might have to take the Raiders on the money line, Bob. That might be Again, the move. That might be the move. I, it might be, man. So I am torn in another one. I totally agree with you. This year especially, these Sunday night games have been a nice wait and see how the market reacts because whether fans have already placed bets by Sunday afternoon or not, you know, about 5, 6 o'clock, the games start winding down. You're looking for your next bit of action, and you got the big game coming up. That's when, uh, you know, a lot of people start throwing money down on this game. Um, but beyond that, man, I I don't know. I am torn. I think the Raiders can uh, scrap together. The other thing that pulls, pulls me against the Raiders is that they're on a three-game winning streak. They have not gone over a three-game winning streak all year. Anytime they've been on a two-, three-game winning streak, they uh, fall flat on their face. That is the one thing that's kind of been uh, keeping me up until what I just said, away from the damn Raiders. Mm, uh, because anytime mm. they get any type of momentum like this, they just come out, you know, everyone thinks they're world beaters and then they fall flat on their face, right? So I don't know for sure yet. 
Okay, yeah, I don't really either. I, I think I'm gonna, yeah, I think this is sitting around, sitting, waiting until uh, Sunday afternoon to make a play on it. So, in recapping, potentially uh, Jacksonville Jags on the money line, Houston Texans plus the 10. Uh, we both like looking at Rex Burkhead. Uh, anytime TD and two plus TDs. Uh, we'll do two plus TDs. There's another one for you. Uh, interested in the New Orleans Saints, Atlanta Falcons under 40 total points in that one. Also interested in the Rams minus the four. Uh, and Carolina Panthers against Tampa Bay under the 41 and a half. Partner, what did you have? Uh, you mentioned I've got uh, for sure locked in. I've got that uh, Saints and Falcons under. Keep your eyes on some of these props if you see him. Chris Jones, Preston Smith, Marcus Golden. If you see some sack markets and you got some nice prices, check out those three guys. Um, you got Stephon Diggs, some catch, uh, some receptions. Check out his reception markets when they open, as well as Rob Gronkowski. I think they want to get him that, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they, uh, you know, take the wheels off old Gronky and get him a little rest going into the playoffs. That's kind of starting to be what I'm thinking now as, as we get into after that conversation. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever. Um, Less over the moon about that one. If he does play the full game, yeah. then I love it. But, yeah, we, don't, we just don't know. Okay, well, there you go. There you have it. Uh, everything seems to be in good working order there. We got everything knocked down. Uh, I was just checking in on the 11 o'clock game as well. Almost exactly how I called it. I should have told you guys just to take this fucking hammer in the under as fast as you possibly can. Uh, Houston Baptist just cannot get a ball in the bucket. If they, oh. if, yeah, it's for 41, to eight, 41 to 18 right now. They just can't get a ball in the bucket if, if, they, if they were fucking going back. Like, UNO does not have a good defense at all. They just no. can't. They can't score. Like, right now... The uh, the Huskies are oh, of course they don't have it on them action. Let me let me let me just let's see how bad they are actually shooting right now. I bet you they are just it is piss poor. Like it might be, oh boy, it might be real bad. But then again, who knows? Maybe the old privateers get us up to a hundred some, and then the Huskies get us up to fifty. I mean that would be fucking cool. Who the fuck knows what happens? But, who knows? Uh, let me see. Uh, NCAA Division One. Oh, they're starting to score finally. Look at that, boys. Holy shit, they are. Nine for fucking 27 from the floor and one for 10 from beyond the arc. They are absolutely struggling here today. The old Houston Baptist uh, Huskies. Goodness gracious. So hopefully we'll sweat that out. Uh, hopefully we can get it over the uh, get it, get the over there. But uh, everything else, I still really like everything else on the card. I am uh, good to rock and roll with. Outside of that, um, let's see here. Uh, partner, anything else? No, we didn't have anything else on Chargers Raiders. Um, so yeah, that kind of does it for the entire, um, first half of the show there, uh, or just NFL special edition of the show. So yeah, without further ado, uh, yeah, I don't have anything else on that. We'll, uh, kind of keep it short and sweet here on the second half, but as per usual, my friend wrapping it up, let me find where the hell I have this thing at. Um, there we go. Partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 197 of the TTL pod on this gorgeous January 7th, 2022. My friend, I'll keep it short and sweet. I did not have anything crazy today. As we get wound down here, I need your uh, updated, whether you're sticking to your guns, final predictions. Who is uh, making it to the Super Bowl out of both of the conferences and who is taking the crown? 
Oh, I don't know. That's that's hard. That's a hard one. I know you're gonna say Chiefs Packers. I just I have no or at least Packers whoever. I, oh, I don't yeah. know who the fuck ever. Like I don't know. That seems too easy. Um, Chiefs Packers is is most ideal in my mind. What happens? Um, but probably going to be Chiefs Buccaneers or. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know who goes from the NFC other than the Packers or, or the Buccaneers. And then AFC-wise, Titans could put some shit together. Derrick Henry comes back out of nowhere. Who the hell knows? They, they've been real fucking sneaky the last few weeks. I I don't know. I, I don't. I like the I Bills have, out of the AFC is my is honestly my pick. I like the Bills. To, I think they're getting rolling, man. Mm. Uh, and obviously my Packers to lift it all. Um, uh Walking back a little bit, partner, just announced Tyler Huntley is starting for the Ravens this Sunday. Are your opinions changed at all? Oh, Tyler Huntley. Uh. No, because he's done plenty when he's gone yeah. under center, man. He, he's he's almost a spitting image of Lamar. Like, whatever scout located Tyler Huntley, Seriously. like, congrats to you, my friend. Honestly. Like, you, you deserve a standing O. Seriously. I mean... They they do just fine with him under center, and I think they continue to do just fine. So, I I still think I'm on that side. Maybe I lean even more towards the under, and I maybe I stay a little bit farther away now from the spread in general. Wrestling Lamar, yeah, they don't really have a reason to absolutely beat the popsicles off of him, but maybe they do anyway. So, yeah, nothing really changed for me. But yeah, in a nutshell, there you go. Yeah, I got nothing else crazy, man. It's, uh, you know, just curious. Uh, we haven't talked about our uh, any opinions as far as uh, the end of the season, as far as who's hoisting it. So, most stuff. You know, you know, you got that Bengals uh, division ticket. That's about it. You're damn right, I did. All right, well, there you go. There you have it. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything really else. We went into a bunch of rabbit holes. Everything NFL, all in- encompassing in between. Um, kind of talked about uh, best bets of the day. You can follow them all. We won't uh, take some time to go through them, whatever. You can follow them all. Um, Action Network, I'm at cash underscore with underscore Colt. Riley is at rmags in all caps. You can follow the Daily Show best bets uh, when it's not a special edition. At Talking the Line, you can also follow our best bets on the Chalkboard app. You can follow the Talking the Line board, jump in one of our channels. Any of the uh, the daily best bets of that specific sport are posted in the channels daily. You can also get our best bets on TalkingTheLine.com. Uh, on the Today's Best Bets tab, you can bet right from our website and see live lines and odds from your favorite sports book, all in one convenient location. Speaking of that, stop by TalkingTheLine.com. You'll see all of our additional content, um, our blogs, our all of, all of our shows, yada, 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 everything in between. So stop by there or this episode's description, the link tree. You'll find that website as well as all of our social media platforms and our additional content so you can consume everything TTL however and whenever you please. Outside of that, um, let's see here. Before some motivation minutes, anything else that I need to lay out? No, doesn't look like it. Throwing my pen all over the place. Um, tomorrow morning, 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Cup of Joe on campus. We'll be back rocking and rolling. I think this is episode 8 now. I can't remember exactly uh, what episode right. we're on, but uh, somewhere around in that ballpark. Uh, but Couple Joe on campus will run through all of the collegiate basketball games on tomorrow's tap. We got plenty of action, about 135, 140 Ooh, games man. on the slate. So we'll be here for a while. We'll be talking about every single one of them, plays we're already locked in, plays we're staying far away from, and uh, ones we still have question marks as 
per usual. So we'll see you then. Uh, make sure you follow us, hit the notification bell, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the start of that at 8.30 tomorrow morning. Come drink a cup of Joe with the crew and start your Saturday slow and cash in a few tickets along the way. Outside of that, uh, shout out Jeff Dawson again for having us both on the Breakfast Bankroll. More announcements coming uh, from the Breakfast Bankroll and uh, ECSI in general, so stay tuned here and there. Other than that, that's all I can think of, Mags. I don't really have uh, have all too much else to stay locked into uh, talking the line at talking the line on Twitter. You'll see any updates there over the weekend and stuff. Here, we'll tell you any late breaking updates tomorrow. Anything else we got uh, on Cup of Joe on campus? Outside of that, anything else you got here, partner? No, sir. Just trying to make sure. I don't know if this was a pre-show or if this was already happening. Colorado Boise State postponed tonight. College basketball game. Mm, yeah, I know it was, was already like that. Right? I know it was teetering. I I think it was uh it's, it was kind of like questionable at pre-show. Okay, forty-three twenty-nine. The boys are trying to come around. Boys hey. are trying. Boys are trying to make it a game. You know what? Okay. Here's the here's the way I see it. We have a nice little uh, little forty point and another forty point. We have a little forty point forty point back and forth. 80 to 60, we somewhere in that ballpark, somewhere in there. I, not exactly 80 to 60, obviously that's 140, but somewhere up there, I think we can get this job done. But we'll see what happens. Stay tuned. The boys are sweating the UNO in the Houston Baptist game. All right. That's all it does. That's all we have. Uh, episode number 196, last thing of the day as per usual. My motivation minutes. Uh, short and sweet one today. Um... As per usual, second of the two weekly quotes from the legendary coach, John Wooden. Uh, This week's quote kind of ties everything all together that we've been talking a little bit. Talked about uh, being uniquely you. Shit, excuse me. Uniquely you uh, yesterday. um, And just kind of pursuing your passions, all encompassing throughout the uh, course of the week. Being, uh, um, having perseverance, I suppose. Uh, the, The quote of the month, perseverance can whittle the steel beam down to the tip of a needle. Um, all of that, just, just all encompassing. So kind of this quote puts a bow on top of the entire week and, uh, everything all encompassing that has been the motivation minute. So the John Wooden quote of the day, success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction and knowing you made the effort to become the best of which you are capable of becoming. Success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction and knowing you made the effort to become the best of which you are capable. So let's break that down just real quick here. Success is peace of mind. That jumps out right off the bat, right? Success. What What is success, right? And, and I think that that is the best way to describe it because when you reach that mountaintop, you achieve that goal, you overcome that barrier whatever the case might be you feel successful you finally have peace of mind you're not stressing about the financial aspect you're not stressing about the the connections aspect you're not stressing about anything in that spot so once you reach that goal damn you got peace of mind but just before you even know it holy smokes there's more stresses coming up because you got another goal or another objective or another uh an, an obstacle that you need to jump over whatever the case might be so we're always trying to chase after success, but maybe we just need to start chasing after peace of mind instead. Maybe that's what old John Wooden was trying to tell us. Let's go a little bit further. Which is a direct result of self-satisfaction in knowing you made the effort to become the best of which you are capable. 
which is a uh, direct result of self-satisfaction. I can promise you, my friends, if you chase after peace every single day and you give everybody the blades, proverbial fuck them, uh, in everything that you do, I can promise you that the self-satisfaction, the peace that you find will be none other. The self-love that you will attain, and, and I, I've talked about this before, that, that self-love, not being arrogant or cocky, but loving yourself enough that no matter what anybody else says, it doesn't matter because you are you know who you are, whose you are, where you are, the value you bring to this world, and nothing or no one is going to stop that or change that. So a little bit further, in knowing you made the effort to become the best of which you are capable of becoming. If you give your best effort, that's it. It don't matter. If you don't achieve a goal, if you don't find that success, if you don't find the peace of mind right away, as long as you have made the effort to at least try and be the best you can possibly be, then you're a lot farther ahead of the game than a lot of other people. And we got an airplane bombing us overhead right now. But <laughs> one more time, in full capacity, success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction and knowing you made the effort to become the best of which you are capable of becoming. So at the end of the day, what the old coach was trying to tell us, and shout out um, uh, the legendary Jordan B. Peterson as well in this um the only person that you have as competition is you. Um, there's a quote in one of Jordan Peterson's books, uh, The Twelve Rules for Life, an anecdote to chaos. Uh, the chapter is compare yourself uh, to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. Um, and it's all encompassing all about this. So maybe what the old coach was just trying to tell us is the only thing you need to be successful is just to try and be the best that you can be every single day to give your best effort to find peace of mind, to love yourself, to show kindness to others, to be the best version of Colton Soroka you can be, the best version of Riley Magnuson you can be, the best version of Sally Q. Smith out there that's listening that you can be. Maybe that's the whole point of that quote. Maybe the whole point of this life is just to give the best effort to be you every single day. Shout out Matt Nagy. <laughs> if it's the last time you're going to be our coach, be you. So for the final time here today, my friends, putting a bow on it and sending us into the weekend, success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction and knowing you made the effort to become the best of which you are capable of becoming. And that does it for my Motivation Minutes of the day. Good stuff to close it out, my man. Very, very good stuff. Don't have too much to add. I don't know what else I could possibly add. I would just be regurgitated whenever you just said, my man. So good job to you. Appreciate it. Thanks for the feedback. There you go. There you have it. All right, my friends, that is officially episode of the show. A little long-winded when we do specials, but that's all right. Two hours under the hood. It's uh, time to start the weekend. Hope we uh, allowed you to get a little bit of a mental vacation, allow you to uh, trudge the rest of you, uh, through the rest of your uh, Friday workday here. Um, we got a little bit uh, to do underneath the hood, some back-end stuff, some tuning, um, some twisting, some tightening, all this, uh, all, all the back-end shit, and then we'll start our weekends as well right alongside with you. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide for myself and Mags. Thank you so much for choosing to stop by episode number 197 of the TTL pod. 
Thank you for all of your support, your following, your likes, your shares, your comments, your retweets, everything in between. We see all of them. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate every single one of them because each little thing you do is just a little something that allows us to keep going, keep pushing, make bigger, better, greater, faster, stronger content for each and every one of you because everything you see this TTL podcast talking to line sports media is me and the guy that sit to our left so any little thing you do we see and we appreciate the hell out of each and every one of you from the bottom of our hearts make sure you hit that notification bell subscribe like follow wherever you're at so you don't miss tomorrow's show cup of joe on campus 8 30 a.m central standard time we will see you there sharp ready to rock and roll but for now Lock in all of today's best bets of the day. Get ready to sweat them out with the crew and meet us at the pay window in a few short hours. But before we do that, make sure you lock in all of our best bets of the day all over the place. Let me get rid of this last comment because I thought it was going to be somebody important. It was not. Get them all locked in so you can stay with us at the end of every single show. And for the final time this week, before we see you back around the bend on Monday's show, episode number 198, let's cash. Some tickets.